Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. brand name, like Pepsi, that's a brand name, I stand behind it, I guarantee it, they know that, even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills, <laughs> what I'm right? talking about is, when you chop my dope down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it Blue Magic, that is trademark infringement, you understand what I'm saying? It's your girl, D. Scott, and it is, of course, our Tell the Truth Tuesday, December, y'all, December 6, 2016. I am well-rested, and I am just sitting here sipping on my little something-something. So today's show is called, um, you know, Tell the Truth Tuesday, Cali Cat, STL Speaker's Truth, and you guys should know who STL is. Um, if you're not following me, you can follow me at miss.d.scott on Instagram and Twitter. It's at dmsst93. And um, so, you know, I met STL on a trip. I think it was we're going on two years now uh, in California with my crew or whatever. We were outside the W in Hollywood area. Uh, we were leaving a, a jazz rooftop party over there on uh, off Hollywood Boulevard. That W over there, the W Hotel. And uh, in residences, and we met him, talked, realized he was in the industry as well, and uh, you know, from there on, we had a nice, you know, situation where he would call into the show, and we would talk to him about what was going on because at the time, I mean, he's notorious for working with the game and Dej Loaf and different, um, you know, directors and things like that out on the West Coast. So you know, we we lucked up. We were like, wow, you know, met this guy, and so basically, you know, I've, I've kept in contact with him. Over the years, just making sure that, you know, he was straight. He always, anytime he changed his number, he let me know. So, you know, I'm always appreciative to have guests that were on the show come back on uh, and, you know, just talk about, update everything that's going on with them. As you guys know, you know, one of my former guests, Kalika La, he actually was one of the videographers that was on the Lemonade album uh, with Beyonce. His work is is seen in Time Magazine. He was Time Magazine named him Harlem's photographer. So I mean it's it's always nice when you're able to um you know, get the people before they become the people. You know, I like to have motherfuckers on my show before they become that motherfucker, you know. So this Tell the Truth Tuesday um, and I just got confirmation he'll be calling in. I you know, I want to talk to him about speaking his truth because he's been known to be on the movie sets. He's always that guy that's there, but kind of nobody knows what he does, and he does what he does. He has a very specific 
uh, lingo to him, so you're you're gonna know who he is as soon as he pops back on the show. So, and we'll discuss what's been going on with me in the last seven days. I'll you know talk to him about the differences between what's going on here in the West Coast. He's the guy that I go to when they were doing all the shootings. I'm gonna ask him obviously about the Sacramento fire, what he thinks about that. That's one of the largest fires that the states has seen. This that state. Um, and just basically, you know, catch up with him and see what's going on. We'll also have uh, Tommy Brown on the show. Tommy Brown, also known as Celebrity the Prince, he'll be on the show. This was my guest that I had on last year as well. Uh, World AIDS Day was December 1st. If you guys haven't been tested, you need to get that shit done. Safe sex is the best sex, if you can. And um, Tommy Brown was actually on the show. He is one of my guests that's actually living with HIV. So, you know, he takes the medication, and he is very good at, you know, calling people out about, you know, the fact that they need to be tested and what's going on. And, you know, he's very familiar with those celebrity backgrounds with, you know, all the housewives, especially the ones in Atlanta and so on and so forth. So it's always a pleasure to have Tommy Brown on the show as well. Um, and I believe the show that he was on last time, Celebrity the Prince, was a, which is Tommy Brown, was uh, HIV and AIDS is real, know your status. So people often worry about their relationship status or what do I call you or what is this and what is that, but they never worry about their HIV or their disease status. Me, even if I'm not active, because y'all know I will go years, you know, with being celibate or whatever, um, even if I'm not active, I still go get tested because that's just what the fuck I do. Like, it could be some, you know, I just I just wouldn't want to be walking around fucked up, and then I didn't know. And so, also, there's a new jam that I have. It's, like, one of my new favorite songs. It's by Alina Baraz, and it is on an album called Urban Flora. So she's on there with someone else. I can't even pronounce the motherfucker's name, but it's called Can I. So Alina Baraz, she's gonna, we're going to listen to that track later, Can I. I mean, I love it. It's, like, totally fitting the vibe and the mood that I have right now. So as we get ready to close out 2017 or 2016 and go into 2017, there's so much shit that's just been going on. So as far as, like, you know, my status changed you know, in my interpersonal life about certain things, you know, made certain decisions about not wanting to have children, if that's plausible. And, you know, just when you start having to deal with health issues and concerns, you start looking at things in life a little bit differently. Like, am I happy today? You know what I'm saying? Did I, did I wake up in my breathing? I'm, I'm, I'm good then. You know, and a lot of things um, get dealt with and get put by the wayside. And so, you know, I had an opportunity to speak to, you know, a longtime friend of mine, a colleague of mine today about an issue. And I, I feel pretty blessed and feel pretty honored when you guys come to me because you know that I understand certain things because I've been through certain things. So to be able to try to finish this seventh book up, I mean, is going to be amazing because some of the shit that maybe you didn't think I was into or that I didn't know or that I wasn't knowledgeable on or that I had not experienced, it will be very goddamn clear in this book that, you know, some of the things that we sweep under the rug are things that um, we probably, especially in our community, should be discussing. You know, HIV and AIDS obviously being one of them. You know, hey, when was the last time you've been to the doctors? Do you have fucking health insurance? Do you have life insurance? You know, I remember one of um, our street people, you know, was murdered not that long ago. And I remember somebody saying, you know, it should be mandatory that hustlers, you know, have life insurance, you know, because you know it's going to only end one of two ways. And so, you know, you start to look at, you know, things in finances, right? And you start, and, and, you know, it's funny because I have these conversations with people about the people that I used to hang with or the people that I used to be around, and I had no freaking clue that these are people that were, you know what I'm saying, like major in the industry that they were in and that they had the amount of money that they had or they had the amount of influence that they had. And I'm just thankful that I was never 
in that mix too much because I was always going back to school. I was always the nerd. I was always, you know, I was loud, but I was quiet. You know, I had a dad. My father would have whooped my ass. So I couldn't be like all the popular kids that were, you know, going to the, you know, my, if I told my dad I was going to the library, he would show up at the goddamn library, like come up in there, you know, wait. These my dad would show up at school, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, um, you know, that saved me from a lot of things. So if ever you feel like as a father you're not important, and I watched something else today that was a bit disturbing and it's just upsetting because I'm in an opposite situation. And it was a video of a nice-looking guy, nice-looking cat. I don't know where he was. looked like he was in Georgia. And um, he was like, look, he's like, I got my four kids in the house. He was like, I'm having an issue with my baby's mom. He's like, she's here. She want to take my daughter. She knows she can't take my daughter till Saturday. And it was like Thursday or something. And he was like, and I'm not having it. I got my paperwork. I got granted what I need to get granted. So, no, nah, she's not taking the kid. So the lady, the, the baby's mom, called the police to the man's house. So he gets live on Facebook. He said, look, because I want to document this for our family you know, for my children's sake, so that they understand it's not just me. Now, he got the little kids playing around the house, nice-sized house, you know. And I'm kind of find out who's a mechanic, you know, out there hardworking. And, uh, you know, she's outside ripping and running, going crazy, looking a hot-ass mess. And um, she's, you know, she she's outside telling the police. And, and the police was like, look, if his order say you don't pick the kids up to this time, then you can't pick them up. And she was like, well, no, the order is just amended right now. The order is amended, you know, and um, she's like, no, 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 it's not. So when the police officer told her on camera, listen, you know what I'm saying? It's nothing I could do. You know what she did? I've seen it myself. She was like, well, I just want to check my daughter, make sure ain't no bruises on her. I just want to make sure, you know what? She was like, he only got a a three-bedroom house, and it's only supposed to be two kids, same sex to the same. Like, I mean, she's pulling shit out of everywhere. You know, and it's just like I'm in a situation where I wish that my son's father, my ex-husband, was able to see my son, you know what I'm saying, as often as every weekend. So trust me, I'm not fucking that up. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and then he kept telling her, you know, you have no life. You have no life. That's why you come in here. You bother me. You're doing this. You're doing that. And it was just so hurtful to watch. I, I was glad at the fact that he had left the kids in the house because he had an older child in the house. I was glad that he left the kids in the house and was able to, you know what I'm saying, handle that outside, but it was just, it was hurtful to watch, you know what I'm saying, like a woman sit out there and act like that, and then there's millions of us, moms like me, who's the other parent, it's really not a co-parenting situation. So I got a call from the 323, we're going to go ahead and answer that, and if I am not mistaken, is this my boy STO? Indeed. How you doing, love? I'm just LA cooling, you know. You just LA cooling, what part you in today? Uh, right now, I'm in the heart of South Central where it's grimy and not nice. Oh, but you tell me it's not that bad. You tell me when you give me the grand tour, it's going to be straight. We ain't going to have to worry about nothing at the swap meet. Yeah, because I'm going to keep you out the hood. You know, I'm going to take you to Rodeo. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know I don't care about Rodeo. It's like two blocks long. You know I don't care about that. So what's good with you? Today is Tell the you Truth Tuesday. So you get your own show Kelly Cat STL speaks is true. So give everybody your background and your and your Twitter Twitter and uh, uh, Instagram handle so they can find you if they need to. Go ahead, let them know who you are. I'm STL. You know I'm a Cali artist, up and coming artist. My um, Facebook is Your Majesty August. My Instagram is Stone Lewis. 
right now my Twitter's down, you know, for maintenance. I'm having people maintenance my my Twitter. My secretary ain't got her shit together, so I got to wait on that. Um, you can see me on YouTube. I got a video, TM Too Good To Be True, on YouTube. Um, I'm going to be doing some new stuff. I work with a couple of artists, you know. I do a little fuming. I do a little music, you know. But we most notably know you for being on set and being in the mix of shit, and we don't know why. So we've seen you on the set with The Game, Days Loaf. You was just on a couple movie sets. That was top secret. So you're being nice today. I don't want you to be nice. I want you to tell me the truth. So how did the movie project go when you finished it up? Because I know that was a top secret thing. They haven't even announced it yet. But is that particular situation done? The date for the thing is I'm on Pac's birthday next year, you know, 6-17-2017. That All Eyes on Me going to be coming Pac's birthday is a week before mine. Let me add that. Oh, so you're a Gemini. And so so they did. So basically, can we now talk about what they did on the set? Can we now talk about who, you know, was directing, producing this particular biop about uh, Tupac? Can we now talk about that? Yeah, we can a little bit. You know, LT Hut, Benny Boom. Now, if you guys aren't familiar with Benny Boom, Benny Boom is a long time. I've I've been a long time admirer of Benny Boom. You want to share with everybody who Benny Boom is? Because Benny Boom goes back to the 80s and the 90s with, you know, being a New York cat, you know, being a New York cat, doing all the videos with... Right. Him, Hype, all of them came out at the same time. So Benny worked on this film uh, by himself, though, correct? No, him and L.T. Hutt. Okay. Now tell everybody who L.T. Hutton is. Uh, he's, he's another one of them guys, man. You know that. that really what you got mean, them guys? You know he he one of them guys that make big things happen with small spots, man. You know he okay. He, he got All a way right. around. He got a way around the business. You know he can make things happen that other people can't happen. Then you got my bro Lucky Rogers. You feel me? From Zero Tolerance Records. He he was also a part of production, and um. It was it was a good feel. You feel me? I fucked. Now who played Pac? Him. Are we allowed to discuss who played Pac? Because I heard he was a dead ringer. You know it should have been me, so we ain't even gonna discuss oh, him. Lord. You know, it, it, it You're not trying deal. out for the part of no Pac. You like being in the background. Nah, really, I was trying to be involved, but I missed my plane to Vegas, so I I I, I missed my shots. You know, but um, I forgot I forgot the guy's name, but. Yeah, he he really did. He looked just like Pac. He played the shit out yeah. of the park. You know, game had a That's little good. something to do with the shit. It was it was it was real. It was real luxurious. You know, we swagged. It out. was luxurious. Yeah, we swagged. Now, out. how did yeah, um? Just, now, who played? Uh, are there any other actors that we need to know about? Because it, it's not like it was a star-studded cast, but I think it was a definitely um a serious acting cast. Correct. Yeah, it definitely was. It, it wasn't too many big names, though. You know, it's it's some up-and-coming new talent that's going to really blow your socks off. You're going to see this shit, Correct. and you're going to be like, wow, you feel me? It's going to be epic. Once once it hits theaters, I think I think it really um it really describes Pac legacy, you feel me? And it's going to really show... It's going to show some intense shit, man. Like, I don't want to give away too much because... Right, but know, did they I take it up to, to the Las Vegas? Did they take it up to his death? Because, you know, I was just watching something on... Uh, okay, so they, they took it from they when he was young the to the Black Panther yeah. situation with his mom all the way. Okay. It's the whole get down. If you go to my page, Stone.Lewis, you feel me, you'll see the trailer, and the trailer... 
basically gives you a full taste of what you could be in, in store for, from the house getting raided, from taking his mom, you feel me, the concerts, all the shit, all the shit. It's really Now, what's deep. crazy you know, is that... Okay, I'll have to go check that out. But now what's crazy is I was just watching the other day on ESPN Classic, they had, um, yeah, definitely tag me in and then I can go to it right now. Um, I was just on ESPN the other day, and they were I was watching ESPN Classic because, you know, I'm completely obsessed with Mike Tyson. I keep trying to get tickets to his Vegas show, and it's been sold out for months. But I've always, I mean, I've met Mike Tyson. So, I mean, going back from New York when I was going to school, everybody was terrified of the motherfucker. But I didn't know that Mike Tyson and Tupac were cool like that. I didn't know. Yeah, they so they did they actually, they were very good friends. And um, well, they, they actually did a. about Mike in some of his songs. Yeah, they see, I didn't know that. Me like they did my nigga Mike. You don't remember that? Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, when they, when they got him for the rape. So, Mike Tyson was talking, and um, they did an ESPN Classic, so this is, you know, this is old, and they were talking to him, and they were showing how music and sports become, you know, combined, especially now. And so, you know, they've done the Allen Iverson thing when Allen tried to be a rapper. So they were talking about Tupac and how close him and uh, Mike was, and Mike was saying that he was on his way to meet Pac out at a club when all of this shit happened. And so then he's yeah. like, you know, he was like, yeah, come through. We got, you know, we got this, we got that. And then he said when he got the con, and you just see Mike just break down. So to see, and I didn't even know that it, it makes sense. I mean, obviously, because Mike is, Mike Tyson's birthday is the week after mine. So they were close in birthdays, but they were, they were like animals. Like when it came to what they did, they were straight, you know, guillotine with it. They just shut shut down. So. Yeah, like you could, there was nothing you could do, but you want to hear what they said. They said that after Pac died, that was like when he got beat up by, um, was it Evander that beat Mike? Like it was like a complete upset. The next fight that Mike fought, he lost. Yeah, the next fight that Mike fought, he lost. And so they were attributing that to him being in mourning because of Pac and all this stuff. I had no idea. So, you know, and then there there, uh, definitely was just another kid that just came out rapping about Tupac. He was on an actual show where he was rapping about uh, Tupac, but he did it like in a poetic sense, like where he was, you know, describing how it was to be Tupac, but he was having like an out-of-body experience. So, I mean, the legacy is definitely there, so I definitely can't wait. Do we know what the name of the film is? Um, All Eyes on Me. Hmm. Okay, and if Benny if Benny's involved, then I know it's going to be ridiculous. So... You know, because he's been he's been doing this this shit for a while. I want to say this is probably his first movie, though, right? Um, is it? I believe so. Cause you I, know, I think it is. Yeah, hype did movies, but I don't think Benny ever did movies. That's why it was such you know a big deal. So I remember because I follow him as well. I remember him. Uh, posting stuff on it with his beautiful family, beautiful wife and kids. And I remember, you know, them being on location in Cali for like, you know, since last year. So, you know, I definitely can't wait for that. So now it's Tell the Truth Tuesday. So I see that you've been having some Women Crush Wednesdays, all these little, you know, these 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 cutie pies. You know, I just, I just put, you know, crushes. I just put fantasy women. I don't put no real women. I know you would have been up there. I didn't think so. I didn't think so. But why do no, they make the I cut? Don't put, uh, you, know, you don't put wifey up there? Uh, no, nah, I, I don't got no wifey. You know, we ain't doing all of that right now. You feel me? I'm still a bachelor. I think I got about 20 more years before I'm trying to get married. 
And and how old are you? I'm thirty six. Oh, okay. So you you about there. You you ain't got no damn twenty years, whatever. But you look I'm like a baby chilling. though. You look like you're in your twenties. I wanna gate I wanna got you for thirty six. I'd have said twenty eight, twenty six, but not definitely not thirty six. I drink a lot of water and work out, you know. You know. Yes, I do know. So now it's tell the truth Tuesday. You have any you have any truth that you wanna tell? Oh, I'm really the shit, you know. I don't think so, unless it's a good smell. Now, last time you was on the show, we got you to spit a little bit, but this time I want you to to talk to me about what you think the difference between Cali cats and New York cats is when it comes to relationships. Because I feel like, yo, when I watched that Dr. Dre shit, did you see that shit? The Michelle story. Yo. I don't know if she was fabricating the situation or what. Nah, man, I heard she wasn't. Kind of soft to me. Look, Dre seemed kind of soft to me, like he ain't the type of cat to beat no bitch up. No disrespect. <laughs> no, nah, but I that's what everybody said. But here go the thing, up. though. Here go the thing. Those are I the exact cats that beat women. The motherfuckers that wouldn't punch a man in the face be the same ones that'll hit a bitch. Hmm? Yeah, but I think he would have been the one getting his ass beat, though. You don't think? Like, <laughs> nah, let me tell you what it is. First of, first of all, you know Michelle is tiny. You know, second of all, yeah. he got in her head. When, see, a lot of times these dudes... You what? I just met her pop. Yeah, which she wasn't, I mean, that's another thing that we talk about is, you know, I was just telling somebody today, like, you know, I wasn't in a lot of shit when I was younger that my friends was into and things like that because I had a dad. My dad would have beat my ass. You know, so yeah, so yeah, a, so. a Dr. Dre situation, me coming home with black eyes and shit like that, wouldn't have happened if my father knew. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like, because yeah, my dad yeah, was a hunter, so that that, that wasn't going to go down. So a lot of times yeah, I hid, yeah, a lot of times I hid that abuse. But the sickest shit ever, when I watched it, and let me tell you some people in the industry that I know that were around at that time, when Straight okay. Outta Compton came out, people were shocked because they were like, Dre was with Michelle A like every single day. So, like, yeah, like you purposely wrote her out of that. Now, at first, I was like, I don't want to hear her fucking story. I don't want, you know. But you know that when he came out with Beats by Dre, that a lot of women came forward and was like, yeah, they should call it Beats by Dre because he stayed beating on women. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? That's that's dead ass. That's, that's, what, that, that's, that's, that's deep right there. That was the word. They was like, yeah, that that they should call it Beats by Dre. So a lot of women, it wasn't just one. It was a lot of women came forward. So then... Yeah. Okay, and the thing that I, that made me believe that she was telling the truth in this shit is that she could have fabricated a lot of shit. She didn't, because nothing in this shit made her look good at all. There was nothing in it that made her look good. But you know the part that you know that I ended up feeling some type of way about? Yo, and I heard this too, that Suge wasn't really, like, yeah, he, he's, a, he's a killer, don't get it twisted. But when it came to, like, taking care of his women and things like that, they say he really did that shit. He really did come to the house with groceries when Dre wasn't feeding his own son. He really did take care of her, shut stuff down, made sure she had rent paid. And I had to say, I said, listen, I said, dude was legally still married to his wife. Now, thank God, remember he lied to Miss Chalet, told her he wasn't married. Because I was like, I don't remember Miss Chalet and Suge being married. I would have remembered that. I would remember yeah, that. Legal, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, legally, they wasn't married. He just told her that because he's manipulative. Like, this man is, you know what I'm saying? But I had so much more respect. I always respect the Suge. I'm not going to front because I respect, I'm not saying I respect gangsters. I just respect people that's just like, you know, not that don't do nothing against this person here. 
You can do whatever you want to do, just don't touch that one. You know what I'm saying? So I respect the fact that he came through and fed another man's kid. I'm sorry. I, I don't care. Being a single man, I, I respect that. You know, I respect the fact he was like, yo, go get help. Not, uh-uh, not only that, he, I respect the fact he said, you know what, you strung out. You're a freaking junkie. Go get help. And I respect the fact that he took care of it. Like, you know rehab ain't cheap. Rehab's like 20 stacks a month. You know what I'm saying? So he took care of that. So, I mean. They got the low budget ones, too. You know, I've experienced shit like that. Yeah, but still, you know it's not $20. Nah, hell nah. Not if you got it. Yeah, especially in Cali. You know you know she probably was out at Passages in Malibu somewhere. You know, because that's been in existence for 20, 30 years. So, you know, I just feel like at that point, I'm not saying they gave Sugar Bad rap. Nah, because we know he was really killing and knocking motherfuckers out. But what I'm saying is that on a man level, when he came at her like this and I had to, you know, say something to the to the women, you know, they was like, how could she do that? First of all, how could she do that? You, The man, Dr., you know, Dre left it open for another man to just come in and do that. First of all, you weren't feeding her. You let the lights get cut off. What type of bitch-made shit is that? But what was really funny was the fact that you know the chick that they asked to have a threesome with, that is currently his wife. That's why. Now, that was wow. petty. That was about the only petty thing she did. The one with the curly hair where she was like, Dre said he wanted a threesome. She was like, what? Yeah. That's his current wife. Yeah, that's that was petty. I thought that shit was funny as hell. Nah, because she was a whore. I mean, let's keep it G. It's not like you met this, this, this broad on Rodeo. Come on, now your current wife used to be a groupie too. Hmm? You know, you're a writer though, and um, you've been in the business, and you know, it, it, it's, it's to get your attention and make you really feel it too. So I believe not, not everything might have been the truth. I believe some of the shit was the truth, but you know. But there was nothing in there except that little bitty part that she made it very clear. Oh, you went and got married. Like, that's how we know that he's, because he's still currently married. Jay's never been divorced, so we know it was that girl. So that was the only part. But as a writer, I could write and make anything look like anything. Or I I could omit stuff and then lead you to believe. You understand what I'm saying? You figure it out. You know, but do we know for a fact? Here's what I know. What'd you say? I said, being a Gemini, I got those type of skills as well. I'll tell a motherfucker story. But what part do you think she fabricated, though? I, I really can't say. You feel me? I just... Now, here's the other thing. I, just, I didn't know he had all them kids, either. Now, yeah, now, that was a trick, too. Like, he was he was, he was hitting everything, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker was like... But you know what? Um, I think it was Daz. It wasn't corrupt. It was Daz. Remember Daz? I know you know Daz. Daz came forward and was like, let's be clear. He ain't say no shit like that to Pac because there was a part in there where Suge said something or Dre said something to Pac, like get back in there and do the fucking music. They was like, that would that never happened. Yeah, Daz came right, went right on YouTube and was like, that motherfucker ain't never talked to Pac like that, ever. It was like that scene never happened. But here's my thing. So let's get into this. This is the part that I want to talk about because New York Cats is a little bit different than Cali Cats. So in this particular situation, 
Shug came forward and said, look, you know, I'm married, whatever, whatever, but I want to take care of you. Michelle is not in a position. Now, don't get it twisted. Michelle was getting money. People keep forgetting, like, that motherfucker, she's still getting money. So she's getting money, whatever, and but she ain't got it like that. So Suge sets her up in the house and was paying her 30 racks a month. Uh, yeah, she went gold before. Um, yeah, she went gold during the time. Remember, she was on tour when she got pregnant. Yeah, she went gold off the top. She went gold. Yeah, she went. She went gold immediately and still selling. And you know now they they really buying her goddamn music because people trying to figure out who the hell she is. You know what I'm saying? The, the youngsters that don't know. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I think she got a. I think she had a book out too. So. Yeah. Remember when uh, Suge had her coming up? <laughs> this was I, I thought it was sweet though when she was coming up to the prison. He's like, look, he was like, um, you need to come up here and see me on these days. That to me that that's, that was cute. And she was like, well, I can't because he said, what the fuck I just say? You know what I'm saying? You yeah. gonna come up here on these days or the checks gonna stop? And so a yeah. lot of cats don't understand that like, in order for you to live that lifestyle, you have to be able to afford the shit. So everybody always talks about polygamy. Oh, I want more than one wife. Motherfucker, you can't even take care of more than one kid. So how the fuck you going to have two wives? See, them motherfuckers in Utah, they buy each wife a house, five bedrooms, eight bedrooms, whatever. Each wife driving a Tahoe because you know they got eight kids each. But there's only one person that they fucking married to and the rest that you don't get shit if this motherfucker die. You understand what I'm saying? So... One thing that's a little bit different about Cali cats than New York cats, New York cats always think, like, ain't shit going to happen to me, whereas Cali cats, y'all are constantly reminded of mortality on a day-to-day basis. Y'all motherfuckers stay with some motherfucking life insurance, car insurance, like, if anything happened to me, insurance, like, all that shit, whereas New York cats, I feel like, because we don't, what you say? I said motherfuckers out here be having four or five insurance policies and shit. All the time because you just want to make sure you like shit. I don't know how long I'm be getting this money. No matter what you do, whether it's the music industry or whatever, you know it's your legacy to make sure you take care of your woman, take care of your kids. Out here on the East Coast, it's a little different. These motherfuckers is out here like they ain't never gonna die, like they can't get in a car accident. And and you know, shout out to my family. Uh, December third last year, around this time, my uh, my cousin Valerie, her husband Lou, passed away suddenly. And I mean, this is somebody that was OG in the game, long time ago, had been out the game for a while. Um, got an accident with tractor trailer on the highway, you know, and it just like right after Thanksgiving. So it's like you just, the, the mortality, it could be anything here. It could be a car accident. It could be a drug over there. It could be anything. So people on the East coast, I think a lot of men on the East coast have this mentality, like I'm gonna live forever. So you ain't got to worry about money because I'm getting it right now. That don't mean I'm entitled to anything, you know? And so people look at me crazy when they like, what you say? They really take that guideline serious, huh? Yeah, you know, and it's just like, I, you know, but on the West Coast, you don't hear that. On the West Coast, all you hear men talk about is how if something happened to them, their kids okay, their wife okay, their they girlfriend okay. You know, they're, they're making necessary moves with the little change that they got, making sure their mama okay, making sure they got, like you said, three, four insurance policies, just making sure everything is okay because I think that because of the demographic, and we talked about this before with the weather, you know, it's hot all the time. So y'all constantly outside. Here we got winter. We about to be in bear down season where you might not see a cat for six months. You know, I bear down the whole year 2016. People didn't really see me. I was letting my hair grow out. I was looking crazy. I wasn't coming outside. But I was getting money. I was getting money. I was working. You know, me constantly, always doing something. So just because you don't see me don't mean, you know, that I'm not doing what I do. Now, what I will say about a New York cat that's different than a Cali cat is that 
in New York, we don't really show off as far as cars is concerned and things like that. Most of our investments take place in the home. So you might look at somebody's house on the outside, it'd be a cute little brick, and then you go in, the whole thing is travertine, marble, fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like they got all the accessories and everything, you know, custom-made furniture. And, you know, in Cali is different because y'all cost of living is so damn high that it's like, you know what I'm saying, the only thing you could really afford to stunt with is your car. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you can't stunt in Hollywood Hills, Baldwin Hills, where you be at all the time. That's, those are million-dollar homes. People don't understand the average home in Compton is a half a mil, and it's fucking Compton. Real talk, shit. Shit, my, my, my little area is 800000 for a little flat, you know? On, on, on you know, shit ground. looking like an apartment. Shit looking like Yvette about to be yelling at Jody. 800000 <laughs> You know, so I just think that because I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that that price point is so goddamn high, I mean, I'd be out there now. Let's get with, you know, so the difference between, like I said, a New York cat is that the New York cat, that's another thing. Kelly cat, when he in love, he going to lay it out for you. He gonna lay it out for you. He gonna say, "Look, uh, maybe, maybe. nah." He gonna say, "Look, no, no, no." And I've not dated a Cali cat, but I just know girls that has motherfucker laid it out. Look, this is what it is. Here's the package. This is this is what we're doing. <laughs> you can say yes or no, but if we get up from this table, that's it. You understand what I'm saying? Y'all be everything is business to y'all. Everything is a fucking business from your women because y'all understand the concept <laughs> of if my love life is fucked up, somehow my money yeah, gonna get man. fucked up. If my money get fucked up, up. right, but not because a girl driving you crazy, but just because if you're not at peace in everything that you're doing, one of the things that you're doing is going to suffer. You're going to fuck up. You're going to get sloppy. You're going to get caught. You're going to do something. You know what I'm saying? You're going to run a red light texting. Happy woman, happy home. Yeah, happy wife, happy life. So, but a New York cat will be in complete fucking disarray. He don't care. His money will be, he might be making a ton of money, right? And fucking a ton of bitches and ain't happy. Can't tell you none of their last name. Can't tell you, you know, nothing about nothing. You know, they'll they'll take yeah. the quantity over the quality. You know what I'm saying? And I don't really Shame see on. a lot of Cali cats really running through, you know, a bunch of broads like that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all yeah. might share Kelly, a broad. Cali women, hey, Cali women, though, man. It, it's, it's some they about that guap. Hey, they, they, they trying they to get out their mama house. What you talking about? You know? Y'all, y'all, y'all got the little razors out there, but these chicks got guns. They're not playing, man. They... Oh, honey, you know I got guns. Stop playing. I'm sure. I'm, I'm but playing, I don't but do handguns. Is... I don't do handguns. I do a rifle. It, it, nah, all these chicks got 40s and shit like that. They crazy. They right, crazy. and they will bust your head open. So it's a certain level and, of respect. It's like you might not got to worry about the dude. You might got to worry about the girl being the shooter. And that's what I was trying to tell yeah, these New York cats. Like, y'all be messing with these bum bras. Them bitches out on the West Coast is robbing and stealing and killing motherfuckers, too. Y'all be well, acting like these little aluminum foil chicken nugget ass bras over here ain't got no come up. You got to be careful of people that don't have shit to lose. You understand what I'm saying? Because that means they don't care about you. They don't care about them. They don't care about nothing. Yeah. You know? When it comes to... Like, I don't, I well, because everything is business, and it's funny because I got accused this week, and, you know, my people was like, you know, everything with you is business. All you talk about is your business and, and money and this, this, and this. And I'm like, but I if I so. wasn't talking about these things, that would make me dumb because why am I fucking with somebody that I can't help or that can't help me? If I get a flat tire and, A, you ain't got no money for a new tire, or, B, you don't know how to change a tire, why are we fucking here? Why are we here? 
we can't help each other. You know, whereas a Cali female, you know, they talk about these cats. Like, okay, let's talk about India Love. What do you think about her? She's one of the sisters. What's the show they had? She was fucking with the game. Little India. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Huh? Yeah, she was the Westbrook. She was she was the Westbrook's girl. Ooh, I like Morgan Westbrook better than India, but I know the older sister because she got the hair like mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a little golden one. She going to school, right? But India just got caught up with Soldier Boy, Lil Yachty. Uh, they accused her. Well, you know she was on the show with the game too. Yeah, 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 but now he got this little 19-year-old flame or whatever. Yeah, I've seen her. Yeah, she she ain't all that, but she all right. She nah, she's so lame. She really ain't. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Ain't he like 40? Almost. He's 37. He just turned 37. But you know what? That's that's what they do. The women are going to always be around. But the thing with India Love now. Yellow is all right. Whatever, STO. <laughs> you know, but y'all got some pretty cocoa ones out there, but that's why that's why I posted that little that little um chick the other day, the little brown skin thing like mm-hmm. you know, But what happens to right. the cute girls in, in Cali? Nah, STO, tell them what happened to the cute girls in Cali. You'll never see them again. You know why? Because cats is snatching them up. They're like, nope, you don't work no more. You you work at the mall, you don't work there no more because niggas Negroes be in the mall. <laughs> hey, but they players too. You feel me? The cute chicks in Cali, oh, they yeah. players. They, they, they got slicker game than the brothers. You feel me? Like I ain't gonna lie. Chicken Kelly might have four or five dudes, and you thinking you that dude the whole time? You just the dude for when she won't go out and eat or something. You feel me? They be having. I mean, New York girls do that too. Don't get it twisted. But I just feel like no, New York girls do that too. But let me say this. New York girls, and Cardi B said this, and this is true, New York girls and Atlanta girls have let shit go to hell because it used to be a time that Cali cats came to New York for New York women because they respected the ambition, whatever, whatever. New York cats was going to Cali because they respected the beauty because they never seen no shit like that, no Mexican, Chicana, you know, mixed with black or Japanese or whatever. And then everybody was going to Atlanta to get the baddest thing out of Atlanta. But now, you know, and I listen, I hate to say it like this, but... You know, dating is, is, is really, it's a business. It really is. Because after you spent so much time with somebody, it's like, okay, well, what are we doing? Because if, after you get in your 30s, it's not like you're dating in your 20s. You know, yeah. I'm not going to deal with somebody I don't think is upwardly mobile. I'm not going to deal with nobody that I don't feel like, you know, he's not going to be out getting money. No matter, I can't deal with a bum. I just can't. And it's funny because somebody told me this week, they was like, you can't even be with no broke dude. I said, I have been with a broke dude. That's why I'm not going to do that again. You know, because it if I got to be the man and the woman in a relationship, I don't want it. It ain't always about your pocket, you know, because you could be broken spirit. You feel me? I don't want a motherfucker mm-hmm. that's broken spirit. Or somebody that just don't want to get money. He working, but he don't want to get nothing else, and I can't do that. Yeah, see that? yeah that's not going to work. I can't be with somebody that he's just happy just going to work every day. That's it. He don't want to write nothing. He don't want to. He don't want to have an extra hobby. You don't play the guitar. You don't do nothing. You don't want to run around the black. You don't want to do nothing. That's not gonna work because I'm. Yeah, you just happy with that. You just happy with the insurance package that they give you, and you just you cool with that, and that's how you gonna retire. I'm never gonna be. I'm gonna do a million things until I get more than a million dollars, and that's just what I'm gonna do. You know, so. 
somebody showing Oh, yeah, my mother was a hustler. I mean, my mother was a hustler. My father was a hustler. Not, like, in the sense of drugs, but just as far as, like, they always kept them. They, they worked. Yeah, I got you. you know, they worked. Here, get closer to the phone. Get closer to the phone, because I want to blow the I want to blow the people's mind real quick, so that they understand the difference between why Cali women Cali. act like that, and really New York women should too. Cali women act like that because the average house in Cali for a female to buy her first condo is four and five hundred thousand. Four and five hundred thousand where I live. Listen, that's a sprawling mansion. You understand what I'm saying? Because I'm in, I'm upstate by Canada. Yeah, right. So a Cali woman yeah. can't afford to invest a year, year and a half in a cat. And not that he's chopping out because we don't care. Oh, my God, you know who you posted? That's my girl, Sierra Rogers. <laughs> the babes Ooh, and feline oh. chick, that's my girl, her and her sister. Now, you seen her sister? Chris Zoe no, no, is bad. Chris Zoe is her sister, biological. Chris Zoe, oh, yeah, yeah, she's a Chris Zoe, that is her biological sister. Oh, really? That's her real sister. Chris Zoe got her online, too. They're sisters. And uh, they from Houston, actually. You know, that's my other little stomping ground. They from Houston. But, I mean, those girls are gorgeous. You know, but they bought their money. They up here on the babes and felines. Like, they like making sure they're on the Instagram. I like huh? pretty girls. That's why I think I, I got you as a friend, you know. you know, you were looking. Oh, you like pretty girls. <laughs> Whatever. You yeah, like influential yeah. women. You like women out here getting this money. When we oh, met, definitely. it's because. Yeah, you feel me? Because I got the same attitude as. Uh, uh, in a, in the sense that a woman should have, if you can't, if you ain't got the potential to get a million dollars or already got one, I don't need you in my presence. <laughs> no, I agree, and that's what I'm trying to say is that these women out here, it's not just bum dudes, it's bum females. So now you got two what? a bum female and a bum dude together. That's not gonna Man. work. Oh, yeah. Y'all yeah, just y'all gonna be y'all, so y'all just gonna starve to death. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Are your kids gonna be bums? Government assistance. Oh yeah, it's all bad. You know, it's all bad. We can't both be riding so now, much together. Yeah, and I don't mind doing that. Like, okay, so here's the thing. So I get accused all the time sometimes. And I did a show recently saying uh, I ain't saying she a gold digger, but so I, I can't help it. You know what I'm saying? Like, because somebody was like, Denise, you know, people look at you and think like, well, people for a long time have said I was a gold digger. And I'm like, why? Because you never seen me with nobody that gold didn't have no money. Gold. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because sometimes I'm the one with the gold. Motherfucker don't even have no gold and shit. He ain't got no nickel. He ain't got no silver. He ain't got nothing. And I've done, you know, I've dated men. Huh? I said no copper. (laughs) Yeah, he ain't even have a penny, you know, and I've dated that. But the reason that those things didn't work out is because you're broke, not because of a circumstance. You're broke because you just don't want to work. You ain't out here hustling trying to get this money. So you're not going to understand when I tell you, hey, don't call me for like two or three days because I got to finish this book. Or, hey, I got to go out of town real quick. You understand what I'm saying? Or, hey, I need to be over here, I need to be over there. I'm trying to take trips to Iceland and shit just so I can sit in the Blue Lagoon, massage my back. Okay, that's the type of shit I'm on in 2017. I don't give a fuck about Mexico. I don't care about, you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers going over here to caravan and shit like that. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I want to do some new shit. So, unfortunately, and you know I got to be out in uh, Vegas and all that other stuff in August and stuff like that. Um Hopefully you'll be able to come out there, meet me and my partner, and just, you know, be out there chilling. But for the most part, because, you know, I still have zero fucks. I still have all that. I haven't even sent you your brand because, you know, now my son is coming out with his line, so he's going to do Boom Cali. So we'll definitely make sure you get your custom pieces for that as well. Yeah, yeah, 
yeah, he he's coming out. He'll be 13, so he's going to have his drop party, um, his soft launch at his birthday party. So everybody that comes to his birthday party, you know, all the kids will get their shirts and their, you know, their baseball caps and stuff like that. So it's a generational legacy thing for me. So it's kind of like if my son is out here getting money, he gets royalty checks every month deposited into an account because he wrote a book when he was 10. What makes you think that as a man coming into my life that you're going to be able to make less money than my son and he's 12? You know, so people be like, you be sunning people. No, I have a son. I don't want a son. You know what I'm saying? I want a grown man that's coming to the table. Now, let me ask you this, because I just, I want to be clear. So you, you dating a girl for like a year. Y'all was smacking. Y'all was hitting. Y'all was doing y'all thing, right? And then you just decided, you know what? I'm going to give her a fair shot, right? I'm going to give her a fair shot. I'm going to kind of cut back on these bitches. Because you know, you know y'all always have a life or death experience with one of the chicken nugget broads. And then you be like, okay, let me just be serious with the real one. You know what I mean? So say you in a situation, right, and you try to get out of that situation, and then you've been fucking with this other shorty for like a year, just off and on, lightweight, but you find yourself like you can't let her go. you just like, you know, what's the conversation that you're going to have with her, and what do you call her? Now y'all together every single fucking day, every day, all day. Right. What do you call her? No, this is. I don't know that she's a side piece. I know that this is the person that he spends the most time with. So what would you call that? Because see, on the East Coast, everybody want to have names and labels for shit. And I'm like, why everything got to be a name or a label? Either you fucking with me or you fucking with her or not. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying me personally. This isn't about me. I'm just saying like. Hmm? So let's get this correct. You care about the one that you're with the most, or you care about someone else, and you're trying to let the one know that you're with the most, like it ain't gonna work. No, these cats out here will be in two fucking full blown relationships and don't, and it's nothing. So what I'm saying is that okay, so say you dealing with a chick. And you start finding yourself, like, fucking with her every single day. So you kind of let go of all the other bitches that you was dealing with, all the other broads you was dealing with. And now you're just pretty much dealing with this one chick, right? Because men out here, they're they not emotional at all. They're not going to tell you the truth. They they wait until it's an incident or a blow-up. or And then they, yeah, then they accuse the woman of cheating. Well, if she didn't know y'all was together. See, I'm yeah, old yeah. school, but I want to know what you would say. So say you want to be exclusive with a female. What you going to sit down and tell her? I'm going to just break it down to her, like, you know, check this out. I've been doing my thing, you know. I've been doing my thing with you, too, but now I'm ready to just be solo with just you. You feel me? Make this just us. Plain and simple. You right. Know, just simple. No, just like that, right? I, yeah, I don't, got, I don't got no song and dance or all this fake ass. I'm really feeling you. I'm falling for you. There's no need for that. You feel me? If you've been rocking with somebody for so long, y'all been doing y'all do. It should be obvious, like, how long you just going to be playing around with a person anyway, you feel me? And then I'm the type of person, I don't got time to be sneaking around, blocking numbers. Right, we grown, yeah, we grown. My phone ring, I want to be able to answer the phone and be like, oh, this is just my own girl, I'm with my girl, or whatever, you know. But when when you're trying to fucking juggle three and four and five bitches, your ass is assed out because it, it... you don't got enough time in a day to do it. You feel me? Like there it is. I, I'm, I'm so I'm so solid with it. Like I don't have no problem with telling a female like you are not her. You feel me? I have a her or her whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I am too. Like you gotta act, check them up and like who the fuck do you think you are? Like you know what I'm saying? Listen, I had a little situation. I hope the motherfucker listening right now too. I had a little situation <laughs> where a dude. Off. No, listen, you know this shit is funny. 
You know you know they do. So this dude is somebody I never dated, never went out with, never nothing. Just somebody that I don't know if he found out where I worked first and started coming in or if he, he'll drop five, six, seven thousand. Okay, talking about I just came in just to see you. I'm spending all this money. I could be taking you out. I'm like, motherfucker, have you seen yourself? So anyway, Florida cat, yo, he started getting creepy with the shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now he emailing my website and shit. Like, when can I take you out? Type shit, whatever. So long story short, you know, I had to call some people because my job was like, listen, if you don't put a restraining order, I said no, I don't want no restraining order because I don't want no paperwork. Because if something happened. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be responsible. I don't know what happened to this motherfucker. Maybe he just disappeared. I don't know. But I had to get on the show and let this motherfucker know. Like, if you've seen yourself, forget who I am at work. That's not a real person. That's my work face. You know what I'm saying? Outside of here, you will get fucked up. Like, I don't know what the fuck. Like, they were like, he could follow you to your car. I want you to follow me to my car. Please do it. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, any given day of the week. Please like follow me to my car and see what the fuck happens. Huh? You sound like you from, I said you sound like you from Kelly with that because out here they be having a gun, a taser, and pepper spray. What? I just went and had to go buy a gas container because I had a road rage situation. I said, you know what? I didn't even have nothing in my car because I've been going back and forth to Canada. I said, normally, in my head, the first thing I thought is I should have just doused this motherfucker with gasoline and just threw a match at the car and let it burn. No, and guess what? No, I'm on. No. I'm on papers. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't care about none of it, you know, because yeah. I'm crazy for real in real life. So, yeah, you. you know what I'm saying? What? You know, no, I'm not. I'm actually a cancer. I'm actually a cancer, but I'm on the 24th. Oh, yeah. So oh, I'm right on that two-day cusp. Yeah, you said a week after. Yeah, you you still got a taste of it in you. You're nuts. Yeah, I'm a sensitive thug. That's what happens. Like, I be crying, but then I be like, I'm going to set your whole fucking building on fire when I wipe these tears off. So, you know, I had to ask the dude, like, yo, you fucking seen yourself? Like, how dare you think that if I died and came back to life that I would fuck with you? Like, you got a chromosome missing or something if you fucking think that shit. You could die five times and come back to life, and I still wouldn't fuck with you. And this is why I tell women... You know, I had this conversation with these young ladies before, too, because there's a lot of broads out here fucking with cats, especially in New York. New York cats are stingy. They stingy. I don't know what happened. Like, I feel bad for the young broads because back in my day, Amanda and mine taking care of some things. These motherfuckers are stingy. They they act like they ain't eating right, and they eating. They just don't want you to eat. But you know what that what happened? Like Cardi B said, she said, them Cali chicks is out here getting it because that's what they required. A motherfucker know, like, if you fucking with some top-notch quality chick that ain't nobody done ran through and ain't no, nah, because motherfuckers don't want that either. Now, y'all ain't, y'all y'all yeah, fuck talk. with the same 13 broads, Karuchi, you know, y'all all, but, but y'all do, y'all fuck with that's the same the 13 that's, broads on the West that's Coast. The, that's, that's the industry, you feel me? Like, it's so much. It is. It's, it's so either a Kardashian, a black China, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's either a Kardashian, a black China, she yeah, like she do. But you know what? You know who I you know who I love together though on some real shit because I was around during this time is Vanessa and Kobe. Because remember, Vanessa was one video away from somebody yanking her, and thank God it was Kobe. Because remember, she's just a Mexican that they met on the video set. You know, so I applaud my fellow Latina sisters that's just shutting shit down. Like, no, you know. But I was telling the East Coast girls, I said, you know. 
y'all are so quick because they do the same thing. They think if I mess with a bunch of dudes, I'm going to get a bunch of shit instead of just investing time in just one motherfucker. And if he care about you, he don't want to see you fucked up. He's not going to let that happen. Now, me, I don't require somebody said, you know, Denise, you're not a gold digger. You, you patient, though. I said, what's that mean? You know, so I don't want to see what he say. He said, you'll wait. And know that a motherfucker not going to let you be fucked up. But y'all done already been in a relationship and shit. Exactly. That's what you should do. Why am I going to be sitting out here giving out coochie coupons to motherfuckers, just a bunch of motherfuckers, and I'm not really connecting with people? Now everybody can redeem a coupon and y'all can have conversations with me over Thanksgiving? I don't think so. And, you know, it was a motherfucker, I guess, apparently that came out and said around one of my people, like, listen, or my people, let me say that before I get corrected, around my people was like, yeah, my homeboy used to smack that. I said, first of all, any motherfucker that I laid down with, he definitely ain't going to tell nobody about the shit. Because we was together, number one. And number two, he ain't going to tell you about his fucking honeypot. He ain't going to do it. Motherfucker ain't going to run and tell his man, like, yeah, I should tell that. It, it never happened. And then not only that, I said, if you didn't hear from the man himself, it must be a case of mistaken identity because I ain't fucked with nobody in this whole tri-state motherfucking area in years. I said, when, 1997 or 2001? The only two times I was fucking with somebody from this area because I stay out of town. I left here when I was 18 years old. You know what I'm saying? So, and listen, the funny thing is, is, like, people think that I've had a lot of experience. No, because I fucked with dudes, and then, like, within 30, 60 days, they was locking shit down. Nah, you're not allowed out. Mm-mm. You're not allowed to wear that. Nope, you can go to work. Anything you need. What you need? You want to go to the movies? I'll buy you a fucking movie theater for the house. You you, sure. you, you want to go to the mall? Order the shit online. Have them send it to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, go go personal yeah. shopping. We'll shut down Saks. Me and my homegirl down in Florida, you know, motherfucker was like, we'll shut down Saks. And he did. Retired now um, from from the industry he was in. It was my homegirl's people. Shut down Saks. Yeah. Just for us to go in there and shop because he didn't want nobody looking at us. Them the type <laughs> of psychos I'm dealing with. No, dead ass. That's why motherfuckers be like, da, 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 da. I'm like, motherfucker, I done seen some shit. Huh? Where the psycho women at? You got some psycho girlfriends like that? Of course. Of course, but yeah. they good girls. We all work. We don't ask nobody for nothing. Okay. Well, you know, uh, you didn't meet. The funny thing is, you was one day away. Kendra had just left hours before we had met you down at the uh, the W. Kendra had just, just left. You know what I'm saying? Or else, you you know, you would have met her. But what I'm saying is, is that, you know, in my generation, in my era, you know, a cat was more like a Cali cat, especially New York cats that was really about something that was getting money, What you know, no matter what industry they was in. they like, look, I don't got time for this shit to be fucking playing games. You look, this is what it is. I think the hustle you know what I'm saying? back then, too, though. Like, you feel me? Everybody's trying to live off rapping shit now. <laughs> I don't think the hustles are the same. I don't think the ambition and nah. the drive is the same either as it was back then. You feel me? Like, I came up in the 80s and 90s, too. So, and and kind of changed yeah. a lot, too, because, like, from the jewelry motherfuckers wear and from the clothes and the car, everything kind of changed, you feel me? Like, And it's not it's not really the same as far as ambition and hustle and drive, you feel me? Like, Well, now it's about who you know, and back then it was really about a talent. Like, you have to really be saying yeah. something for motherfuckers to be, motherfuckers you know what I'm saying? You got to be Kendrick Lamar with your shit, yeah. And now it's just like they put anything out. Now, with New York, let me get back to what Cardi B was saying. She was like, yo, when she came out to Cali, 
she was like, yo, she was so fucking mad. This is before she was on Love and Hip Hop. She was so mad. I've been following Cardi B for a while. Just because she's one of the, she's young, but she's still a real New York female. She's out getting her money. She's like, look, I don't care about nothing about this money. Hmm? I said I respect Cardi. Yeah, I respect Cardi, too, because she was like, yo, I was a stripper. You think I want to be fucking doing this shit? Like, my thing is, is if you're going to be a stripper, I respect the stripper. Like, people think I be hating. No, 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 that's not what it is. If, if if I sit down with a stripper, the first thing I ask her is, where's your father? Where's your mother? You don't got nothing else you need to be doing. Ain't nobody coming in here to yank you off a stage from nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Because I was terrified of my parents. So with her, before she even got on Love & Hip Hop, she was like, she had went out to Cali, and she said, she came back, you could just tell she had a new attitude. She said, you fucking New York bitches, y'all make me sick. She said, you out here fucking these dudes for free and shit, and then you wonder why you can't get shit off these motherfuckers, and she was saying the same thing with Atlanta. She's like, you fucking groupy-ass broads. She was like, it's because of bitches like you, you know what I'm saying, that motherfuckers come at me like they gonna fuck with me for free, and it's not happening. She was like, that's why these chicks out in Cali is riding and fucking Bentleys and shit like that in they name. They not driving a dual car. That shit is in their name. I was like, she telling the truth. She was like, so when you, you know, you know when bitches be, when bras be hosting parties, you know what they doing. You know, they getting their little three, four thousand, they little five thousand, they working at Starless, they doing whatever, whatever. But to me, that's not, you not a real, you not a real motherfucker. You know why? Because you have not connected with a man enough for him to say, you don't got to do that. And there's dudes out there that that can afford to say that. Like, you don't got to do that. I, I, I don't want it. You understand what I'm saying? They retiring motherfuckers and your parents. That's the type of cat that I'm used to dealing with, like, where he just come in and then motherfuckers be like, i never seen you. Yeah, because the motherfucker I was dealing with didn't give me no reason to. I trusted any man that I was dealing with to say, we good financially. You don't need to do that. Now, I still worked. I did my little job. But most of the stuff I did, you know, they, they took care of that. They made sure, like, okay, baby girl says she want to do this. I'm going to make sure she do it. She go into school. She going to, you know what I mean? So I never gave nobody no problems. Now, the minute you start switching up patterns and shit, like I told somebody the other day, I said, listen, based upon our situation, I don't give a fuck if I ask you for a black unicorn, motherfucker. You better go find it and give it to me because I don't ask you for shit. Nothing. Yeah. I don't ask you for nothing. So for Christmas, if I say, go find me a fucking unicorn, go find the fuck. I don't give a fuck what you need to do. Go get me a goddamn unicorn. Okay? Because I don't ask you for nothing. Hmm? Yeah. I said, at least a tip to find this shit. Yeah, say shit, I couldn't find a unicorn. Here go a pony or something. You know, something. You know, but the thing is, is that people out here, you know, they they think that, you know, I'm not the type of female that's going to be like, I need my hair done, I need my nails done, I need, you know, uh, an outfit, I need this, I need that. I've done all that. I have all that. I got jewelry. I got, I got all of that. I'm good. You know what I need? I need fucking insurance policy as a beneficiary. That's what I need. I, I need a guarantee. You know, I need you to say, you know what, I'm investing in this portion of your business because I want to see you succeed, but also, too, if I get fucked up, you can never tell me no because I feel like when men invest in my future, I'm indebted to you. Whether whether we choose to get married or move on in other relationships or not, I don't have nothing bad to say about a man that tried to take care of me and my family. I don't. And that's going back to what I meant about the Suge Knight thing. Like, we can all sit there and call Suge a monster. I never thought Suge was a monster. Because the way he treated women, yeah, he might have choked, you know, knocked people out, you know what I'm saying, killed people, things like that. But I think when it came to women, you know, there was something soft in him at one point. For, for any woman, you know, so the fact that he put Michelle in, in in treatment, you know, that speaks volumes because he's not just worried about that ass. He worried about, like, motherfuckers, you okay. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't be doing that with your son, and you shouldn't be. 
He said nobody dope fiend. He's stupid. Nobody, nobody want to be fucking a dope fiend like shit. Your feelings <laughs> involved. You want to be Yo, right, are, let me ask you this. Are pills out there going through y'all neighborhoods too? Um, like Everybody the, out this motherfucker on pills. The kids, that's the new thing with the kids. Like, that. They ain't off the e-pills. I think, like, old dumb motherfuckers fuck with ecstasy and shit like that. But the kids is off, like, them bars, them Xanaxes, and all this old stupid shit, Adderall. They listening to Too Much Future and shit. They they listening to the music not knowing nine times out of ten motherfuckers make the music, don't even use the drugs and shit they talking about. Or do oh, but we know Future do, though. I don't, you know, I don't know these motherfuckers personally like that. I know okay. a couple of them, so... I, I don't know. You feel me? I look at it just like music, and I look at music just like books and movies. You feel me? You gotta tell a hell of a story to get a motherfucker's attention. So say what you think they're gonna like. But I also think too. I mean, pills is running rampant out here. Like these girls is. I mean, doing anything like pills is the new like coke. Pills is the new. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all they do. It, all it did was revolve in full circle, you feel me? When I was a kid, I remember old people talking about red devils and shit like that. So I think it just went back to the to the beginning, you feel me? Cold now, what's a red kid. devil? I don't even know what the fuck it was. I just know it was some pills. It's just a pill. To be taken. Yeah. It was a pill, so that's codeine. Codeine is red. Yeah, codeine is red. They talking about codeine, which is, you know, a derivative of cocaine. Yeah. You know, so I just feel like, you know, the chicks out here is just different. And I think that, like, somebody was like, you know, you're a grown-ass woman. I shouldn't have to tell you. Nah, you should because I don't care what your age bracket is. Everybody has to have boundaries. Everybody has to have, you know, I don't remember relationships being this hard. Like, I don't remember, you know, look, even if a cat was fucking with somebody, you know, as long as you can. One thing about New York women, we tolerant. Cali chicks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cali, no, Cali chicks ain't tolerant. Cali chicks about that paper. So if you tell a Cali chick, like, look, I got a girlfriend, whatever, whatever. You'll never see her. She don't live here. But I want to fuck with you. And these are the things. They're giving you a piece of paper. Look, this is what yeah. I'm paying. Because I need yeah. you to keep me safe. I need you to keep this off the Internet. I need you to, you know what I'm saying, like, for it to be private. And I need to make sure that that ass is just mine. So you, that's a luxury. For you to have a motherfucker. And then people say, like, oh, why would I pay abroad to fuck with me? Or why would I take care of some things for abroad to fuck with me when all these bitches over here will fuck with me for free? Right. If it's on sale, it's stale. Period. If it's that easy for you to do, you understand what I'm saying? That means anybody could do it. I don't care what. I don't care. Listen. Listen, I'm telling you something my grandfather told me. Philip Arrington told me. He said, I don't care if a man tell you he'll kill himself over you. He going to cheat. You know, man is only as motherfucking faithful as his fucking eyes. That's some shit my granddaddy told me. He told me that shit like it was the end of the world. I was like 13 years old. He took me up Mount Washington and Pittsburgh and said, look, I'm going to talk to you. I thought he was going to have a sex talk. I was going to be uncomfortable. Like, I don't want to tell my granddaddy, like, I ain't doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? So my granddaddy told me that he said, look, listen, one thing about me, and that's another thing. I'm a G. Like, I've been raised around grown men that was married to their wives for years. So my uncle, my uncle's a preacher. You know, my uncle's drop dead gorgeous, beautiful kids, set of twins, beautiful wife. He got the the picture book relationship. But guess what? You know what he told me before he got ordained? He said, look, I'm still a man. Before I'm anything, I'm a man. Basically, he's saying I'm still a nickel. 
You understand what I'm saying? Don't ever get it twisted and think that these cats that sit up in this pulpit, you know, that's why I don't I do not do organized religion right now. Like I told you, I went to Without Walls. I watched my church crumble over a female. You up on that pulpit ain't no different than me over here, and then we have these conversations about side chicks. I'm the main chick. I'm the side chick. So you know Dominique Penn, y'all uh, Oakland Raiders. What's the boy name? His last name is Penn. He got caught out there with the chick from the Bad Girls Club, and he was married. Like, this one of his baby mama, like, he was married for real. His, his wife's name Dominique. She bad, too. But we don't yeah, know, yeah, yeah. right? So he knocked the chick up from the Bad Girls Club. This is what I mean when I say sometimes you better off dealing with a chick that's not out there like that so you don't got to explain nothing. She know better. Like, you you basically paying for security. That's what you're paying for. That's not tricking. That's called keeping you safe. That's called, I know I don't got to worry about this motherfucker because if I put her out of this condo, she ain't got no fucking where to go. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So a motherfucker will think twice, a, a female will think like twice if she like, oh, I'm going to entertain this dude at Starbucks. Nah, no, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? A, because this motherfucker is crazy, and B, because he's, you know, he's invested in me. So it's not just about the money. So Dominique Penn had one of the best motherfucking clapbacks of all time from a fucking wife I've ever seen in my life. I couldn't have done it better myself. Dominique Penn came at that little girl. She said, listen, I'm not even going to say your name because you that fucking insignificant. So I'm going to just call you Jane Doe. Yo, STL. I fainted. I said, did this motherfucker just call tell this bro she wasn't going to call her by name? She said, I'm going to call you Jane Doe because no one knows who you are. Dude, I died. And she was standing by the Bentley or something like that. I think I seen that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she was like, let me tell you something. She said, first of all, you know, and my thing is this. I'm a little bit on the fence about it because I've been on both sides. I've been on the creep side, you know, as a woman. And if any woman tells you she ain't never been on the creep side, she a motherfucking liar. Don't even fuck with her. You know what I'm saying? Because whether you acknowledge whether a motherfucker fucking with somebody or not, Ain't none of y'all really single. I don't know no man that's truly single in the house eating TV dinners, <laughs> watching fucking TV. I don't know no man like that. He uh, man oh, always shit. got somebody he could call and get some top or get some bottom. It's either or. So <laughs> Dominique came out. It's a fact. Now women can really be single. Like when I met, like when I'm out, you know whatever. Damn, I was no, really really single. Y'all got the same thing going on, man. Stop no, no, shit. I don't because I don't got time. Maybe you don't. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Chick call in. You no, no, no. I could, but I don't entertain it. Like, if I don't want it, like, okay. if you not what I want, if you, I don't want it. Like, if I'm not going to get my way, I don't want it. So if I look at a dude and I just be like, mm, he, he don't even look like he got a, a passport or he don't even look like, you know what I'm saying, he, he brushes teeth. Like, it's not going to work. You know, some of the conversations. I went out with a dude. One-liners. You know that? You, you always slide some slick shit in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> you no, listen. Let me tell you. So I won't say how long ago, but I have, you know, met this cat, like, just because I be out running all the time in the area. So if you ever come to the area, you tell you, oh, that's the Whirlpool Street jogger. She stay up on Whirlpool jogging. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I got creeps, whatever, that'll be like, oh, I saw you running. So, of course, this dude turns around. you like, what the oh, fuck? Why you ain't say hi then? Damn, you know, you make me feel uncomfortable. So this dude... You know, he telling me whatever, whatever. So long story short, we go. And I said, oh, so you're new to the area. This is where you should go, whatever, whatever. So I go and I'm doing an interview with him because I always like to talk to you men about relationships and things like that because I'm not a man, so I can't tell you what a man thinks. I can only come from a female OG perspective being older. So this dude is sitting there to proceeding to tell me about his. Now, I'm not there on a date. I'm there to interview you, whatever. 
he starts going into, you know, how come you don't want to be in a relationship? I said, because I don't like none of y'all. I ain't fucking with none of y'all. I don't like, I don't want it. And he's like, I bet you if you, and I hate this. I hate when, you know, well, I'm an alpha male. Stop right there. Who told you that? I just want to know who told you that. Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you got to tell me that, like, I want to know who told you that, that, that you felt the need to tell me that. Okay. So he's like, well, you know, my ex-girlfriend, her daughter died. Ah! Screech. Not appropriate conversation right now. So now I'm irritated. Now I'm irritated. And so he keeps talking. And I hate when guys, you know, you be sitting there trying to have, like, a serious conversation, and they, they, they asking about you. And in my mind, I'm like, motherfucker, me and Satan is, like, cool. I'm not, I'm not what you need. Trust me. I'm not, I'm not with the shits. I'm not in a good place right now. Leave me alone. I was on medication, like, for years. Like, just leave me. Just, I'm not here for that. Don't. Dead ass. I be telling these motherfuckers on dates. Yo, I be on other people's shows, and they be like, do they know that? Yes, I have told every man that I've ever, you know, been out on a date with or whatever. Look, I'm on medication. I'm not anymore. I've been off medication now for some months. I'm on medication. I stabbed somebody a couple times, two different people. Um, I'm a, I'm a famed knife thrower. I like fire. I like guns. Dead ass. And not one time did a motherfucker say it was nice meeting you. I'll be like nine. Listen, not one time. I'm nuts, man. No, not one time. No, I don't tell them to not be interested. I'm telling you because I'm telling you the truth. I will fuck you up. This is not what you want, I promise. (laughs) So don't, we either going to finish this interview or I'm going to leave because I, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be here with another person. And so they asked me, so dude was like, you know, you just need, no, I don't need that. I just need a million dollars and for men to shut the fuck up. That's what I need. So if you don't have a million dollars and can shut the fuck up, then I can't, I, I don't want to talk to you. So he's like, you know, you know, you just, you seem like a sweetheart. I'm really not. Like, I damn near am a shepherd for the devil. I'm not, listen, I'm not a nice person. I'm just here trying to finish the interview. So he says to me, you don't want to get married? No. He said, why you don't want to get married? I said, because I don't feel like going through the bullshit. To me, marriage is a business now because I've been married before. And if I had looked at marriage as a business like I do now, you know what I'm saying? The marriage still would have failed. That's a fact because he wasn't a hustler. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? He he just wasn't he wasn't about getting money. So you can't have just one person. Like if I had somebody that he was getting money and I'm getting money, oh my god, we'd be unstoppable. So this dude proceeds to tell me like, well, you know, you would marry me because I would screech. No, the fuck I wouldn't. You got grown-ass kids. I don't want to be no stepmom to no grown-ass man that I no. And then he's like, yeah. well. You know, you don't look like, you look like you need some help. I can't fuck with no motherfucker that's just dusting you like you need some help. I can't help you. I ain't got it. You know, so then, of course, when you tell them you're a writer, number one thing they say, you know, I do a little writing. Look, man, you don't need to shut, stop, don't talk to me about no writing. You know, well, you could probably help me. We could get together. No, I really can't because you know why? You know how much it costs for a motherfucker just to sit down with me and ghost write a book? Ten racks. And I can tell you right now, you don't have it. Because when I walk away from your book, I just walk away. You keep the rights. I don't want no royalties, nothing. I just want my 10 racks up front, whatever, whatever. Wow, you expensive. No, not really. I'm actually cheap. But the bottom line is you ain't got it. So we're not going to talk about this book. We're not going to have these fictitious conversations and shit. Let's stick to the interview. You know, so, you know, and then he didn't have no taste in wine. And then he, you know what I'm saying? So it just turned into a situation. This is not even somebody I was on a date with. This is somebody who was an interview. Right. I can't make this shit the fuck up. Hold up. I can't make this shit the fuck up. The bill comes, right? 
This motherfucker goes to the bathroom. I said, I'm so done with life right now. I said, this is why I was like, because at the time I was like, this is why I don't go on dates. Because what if it was a date? And then he was like, you know, I really enjoyed you. I'm just looking at this motherfucker like I'm finna stab you. Like, just leave me the fuck alone. So, I, um, no, dead ass. Like, this is crazy. Like, I just came here for an interview to talk to you, and you keep talking to me about, you know, some other shit. You told me you wasn't, you didn't live here, but then I find out you... Yeah, like, you keep switching the subject, like, you trying to holler at me, and it's on film. It's on film, yeah. so it's like, you're going to keep trying to cap, and somebody's going to punch you in the face. Just because I said I'm single don't mean I'm alone. Like, what the fuck? Like, come on now. So, yeah. it, it just, it turns into a situation. That's why I don't date locally. That's why I don't, you know, because I don't want to run into people that I had past history with, and this is, this is quite some time ago, but the point of the matter is, is that, these cats is out here just lying. So, like I said, like back in the day, I always appreciated somebody just tell me the truth because then you at least a real pimp going to give me the, the choice to decide. You know, yeah. is you deciding to rock with me or not? That doesn't mean that it's pure. It just means that I choose, like like I tell you, like I'm stuck. Motherfucker done tricked yeah. me and shit. Now I'm in this relationship. I didn't even know about it. You know what I'm saying? Like you haven't been tricked. Like, you ain't mean to stay that long. You just wanted to leave the party early, but then when you went to leave the party, they kept playing your jam. That's how my relationship is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you keep wanting to leave the party, but then they play your jam, and then you got to go back and shit, like, for one last dance. But it's not the last yeah, exactly. dance because now you got to have the hors d'oeuvres, and now you got to go back to the three-course meal. That's that's how my relationship is. You know what I mean? You be trying to leave. You really do. You be like, but I can't. They playing my song now. No, it's not even a caught up situation. I just think that if women and men, men and women both, spent more time weeding bras and weeding these cats out in the first like week or two, we would leave ourselves open to connect with people that were like minded or people that were like spirited as opposed to, you know, rocking with somebody that you could hit. Like, don't no man want to – I mean, as a man, do you really want a bra that you could call whenever you want to and just, just hit? Because there's no exclusivity in that. Because you know that she's she's rocking with other dudes, right? Hmm? Sometimes they're not, though. What if they have nobody? What if you're – what if it's – you know, I, I've been the side piece before where – a chick got mm-hmm. food that she loves and she's not shaking, but you know she's feeling everything about me, and it's like, ooh, I like him, so I'm gonna do everything to deal with him, like the, the reverse situation of a female, you know. So it's, it's, I don't know, I can't, I can't really say. But now, is that somebody you would wife up though? Shit, if she would have shook the dude, I would have wiped her up because I liked her enough to be her side piece, you know. Oh, so you talk, you're so stupid. So you talking about one female in particular. So she was the exception, not the rule. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Sometimes there's an exception. Like you might be, like it might be a female that you can call her whenever, but she really has nobody else. She's just waiting on your call like a damn fool. Oh, hell no. She, it, it goes on, you know. Now, what about... um? Now, what about, like, if you rocking with a chick and you feel like you're falling in love with her? Do you tell her or you just keep that shit inside? Because New York cats, you want to know what they do? New York cats don't tell you they love you unless, A, they finna lose you, or, B, you in an argument. <laughs> Them the only two times. 
I swear to God, they tell you on accident. They be like, you know what, you you know why? You know why? I love you, little stupider. It's like they can't never be nice about it. They can't never just like sit down and just be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like why y'all why y'all gotta get angry about this shit? Like just you know jump over the cliff like I did. Shit, women do it all the time. What you mean lying saying they love you? Yeah, just to get a bitch, you know. Some motherfuckers do shit like that. They really don't love them. But I, I, I don't, man. I, but no, when you fall in love with a chick, how you approach her and tell her? Do you tell her? You just keep it to yourself. Nah, I'd be like, I think I'm catching feelings. <laughs> I don't, I don't. That's how you tell somebody you love her. You think you're catching feelings? Yeah, I don't just. You feel me? I, I gotta, I gotta progress into. I love you. That's deep right there. You tell a female you love them in California. Man, boy, what? You fuck around, be somewhere dead if you play with that girl. Well, listen, that's what I said. T- listen, that's what I say over here. As a, I don't want a motherfucker to tell me he love me. He don't mean it. Because if you tell me you love me, I'm like, this is a motherfucker that will kill me. He just basically told me he would kill me. Because if I say I love you, dude, you're dead. You could just figure out what can pick your coffin and everything now. Because if you fuck it up, it's going bad. Hmm? No, I totally agree. Now, I don't think, I don't know no cats up here that really lie to a chick just to tell them that just to hit. But my thing is this, if it rolls easy off the tongue, it's probably a lie. You know, so my, you know, the dudes that I'm used to dealing with, they ain't just coming out like, hey, you know, I love you. And I just, because I'll be like, shut up. Like, I don't want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? But if I say it, no, I don't. Like, if a motherfucker be like, you know, I, I I love you, whatever. I'm like, shut the fuck up. What exactly is it that you love about me? My fucking schizoid fucking tendencies and shit, you don't even know me. Like, I don't like that. Now, if I'm really fucking with somebody, I, first of all, I see the love before they even say it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I see the love before they say it. So it's not a situation. It's not hard to be able to tell someone loves you versus liking you because they deal with your bullshit. Ooh, speak on that a little bit. What's the difference, STL? Tell me the difference. Love and like is a whole di- You know, you could like a motherfucker and just, 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 just whatever. But when you love a motherfucker, you just unconditionally, whatever they whatever they going through, whatever their problems is, you know, whatever their attitude is, you deal with that shit. You just don't, you just don't walk away. When you like a motherfucker, it's easy to walk away. Oh, shut up, bitch. Hang up the phone. You <laughs> 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 don't deal, period. The motherfucker said, "Ah, shut up, bitch. I'm done with you." He said, "Ah, shut up, bitch." And you just walk away, right? Yeah, yeah. But to love a motherfucker, you be like, "Ah, here with this. All right, what's wrong? Let's talk about it. Let's figure this out. You know what?" what can he I said, "Oh, what's wrong?" <laughs> So you think the difference between like and love is the ability to be able to walk away and the ability to not be able to walk away. That's love to a to a Negro these days. Hell yeah, love is like oh I I, I have no choice but to get get over this, get through this, whatever we going through, we got to get through this because I love this person and I want to be with this person. But when you like a motherfucker, it's like shit. On to the next bitch. On to the next nigga. What's happening? I got, I got, I got a list anyway. I got some backup. What? 
it ain't I don't know. Like, I think, like, if I love somebody, because I don't believe in unconditional love. I believe that unconditional love is only between parent and child because just the very usage of the word unconditional means there's no conditions. No, it's conditions to loving a motherfucker like me. Like, you can't fuck other chicks. You know what I'm saying? I don't want your mouth on other people. I don't want you walking around in gray sweatpants with the fucking eggplant out. I don't want that. Nah, but but no, the the very essence of the word means there's no conditions. I have to have boundaries. Love has to have boundaries with me because if you don't, I'm like fire. No, no, no. Listen, let me tell you, I'm like fire. So to love somebody like me, you have to put some of that shit out. You got to be like, listen, I'm going to throw water on this because you're not going to fucking do that. You're doing too much. Go see, You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to put certain parameters around me or I'm going to blaze through everything. The love is accepting some shit like that, too, though, because shit. Oh, yeah. I don't love you. I don't give a fuck what you do. Do what you do because you ain't going to like the shit that I do in return, baby. Believe that. Well... I feel like when you love somebody, you're not being petty. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you love somebody, you just be like, shut the fuck up. Like, just shut up. Stop talking to me. You know what I'm saying? Just give me 20 minutes. Just go away for a minute. You know what I'm saying? But I think that part of, and especially with this generation that's coming up, there's abandonment issues. So you have people that have abandonment issues. And so what I learned at a very young age, you can't treat all dudes the same. Not all dudes is raised the same. It's not true that all dudes that love their mama going to love you. That's not true. It's not true. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, you have a situation where, you know, you have people that are struggling with their own issues. You know, so you have to be able to look at that and say, this is not personal against me. This is And, and another thing, we I was on another show, The Married Men Don't Talk Show. Typically I'm on their show tonight, but I'm doing my show with you, so... What ends up happening is they were like, you know, what kind of guys are you attracted to? And I said, fellow psychotic people. And they said, well, what the hell kind of relationship is that? I said, if I don't have a psycho, how the hell he going to know how to fucking deal with me? This oh, motherfucker got to be damn near medicated, too. I don't know a little bit more crazy, but I just feel like if I'm dealing with somebody that's undiagnosed or that got, you know, PTSD... Listen, oh, y'all be shit. undiagnosed in a month. Listen, you know what I tell people all the time, and this is no joke since it is Tell the Truth Tuesday. If you've seen your dad slap your mom, that's a trauma. If you've seen anybody in your family get shot, murdered, killed, that's a trauma. If you've had to move house to house to house as a kid, that's a trauma. If you've seen your mom have to, you know, move house to house to house or do some unspeakable things to make sure that the bills got paid. That's a trauma. So we as black people grow up in trauma and then think that we're equipped to go out into the world just because we over 18 and date. You're not. How's your relationship with your mama? How's your relationship with your father? Do you know your dad? Do you know your mother? You know, it's a lot of cats out here, you know, that have been raised fucked up, you know, and so in order for me to date somebody, I'm not saying that we have to have the same trauma. I'm just saying that I need to be able to talk you off of a ledge. I need to be able to say, you know what, I know what this is. This ain't got nothing to do with me. You tripping because it's the holidays. Or you bugging because you were unable to see, you know, your children this particular day. This has nothing to do with me, but because I'm the closest person to you, you're going to take it out on me. And I get that. You got about 20 minutes and I'm going to pop you in your fucking mouth. That's how you have to, you know what I'm saying? deal with relationships like that just like with me you know when I'm going through something if I'm writing or something like that or if anything's going on with my son or my health I'm not a hundred so I need for a motherfucker to be like listen you need to get your ass out of bed let's come on come on let's go 
Because I'll slip into a depression real quick and won't go yeah. outside and comb my hair for days. I don't give a fuck. You see what I'm saying? So you got, you guys kind of balance each other out. So when people think, like, I couldn't date a quote-unquote normal person, what I call a vanilla person. I couldn't. I ruined his life. That wouldn't even be fair. It wouldn't be fair. Because the stuff that I'm going to want to talk about and the stuff that I've been through are going to seem so odd to you that you're not going to understand me. You're going to be like, I'm not dealing with this. You fucking broke my car. You smashed the windows. And you fucking stabbed me. Bitch, you're going to jail. I don't see nobody calling the police on me. You know, I had a cat call the police on me. You know what I'm saying? He he popped That's me and shit. Cold. He was going to the Super Bowl. He popped me and shit, so he got popped back. But then when he got strangled with that telephone cord, now you want to call the fucking police. How you going to call him? I ripped the cord out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, How you going to call the police yeah. on me? And I don't do the police. We could be in there just stabbing each other to death. I don't do the police. And I'm not saying I'm in an abusive relationship. I'm not saying that I condone that. I don't. But I just know that sometimes I break things. You know, yeah. sometimes I set shit on fire. Sometimes I, you know, <laughs> rip through stuff with knives and shit like that if I get upset. But oh, I can afford that, though. You know what I'm saying? I can afford to replace, you know what I'm saying, a little couch if I tear it up or something like that. But yeah, at the yeah, end of the yeah. day, long like, I had to stop. What do you say? You want. As, I said, as long as you can replace it, I ain't tripping shit. Tear up what you please. Burn my clothes. You're going to give me some more. Fuck it. <laughs> right. But, but sometimes I'm Now, see, the thing is, is that. It should never get to a place where I'm, you know what I'm saying, like where we're fighting over anything like that. But I think that in all relationships in the beginning, there's that where you're setting boundaries. You're, you're like, you know what, let me not answer his call for a couple hours. Yeah, let's play these games. It's not games. It's just kind of like let me sleep in a little bit. Let the motherfucker wait. Right. But no, no, no. Like, listen, let me be clear on some shit. No, no, no. Let me be clear on some shit. The type of men that I deal with, like, come on, STL, come on. Now. You, you, you've met me in the flesh and in person. The type of men I deal with, they're not dumb, you know, so so they know, like, OK, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like the type of men I deal with. They know what type of female they deal. I know the type of men I'm dealing. I'm, I'm the type of female that like a man ain't going to not talk to me. For, for a week Because if he do he knows he's dead to me Like who is this no you see what I'm saying My men Maybe I maybe got about four hours To not answer a phone And then they call in a search party They driving by my mama house they, You know what I'm saying It's just they, it's not that type of This is not that type of motherfucker You know he ain't trying to hear You know just like y'all got patterns I got patterns too You know he ain't trying to hear I was asleep any little crack in the in the in the foundation, he's got an issue, you know. But at the same time, you know, this is somebody that when I had a situation and I needed somebody dragged, I made a phone call and he was there. So that to me meant more to me than if he would have bought me a five thousand dollar fucking Versace bag. That the fact that you would drag somebody for me, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm uncomfortable, you know what I'm saying? And this this person is becoming a nuisance. Is is you know what I'm saying? Like I'm sick. That's sweet to me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want no fucking flowers. Go drag this motherfucker over here and let him know. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's sweet to me. I don't um 
I'm not like other girls. I, I don't need the day-to-day bills paid. I don't need, you know, I just need you to say, you know what, your tires look fucked up. Go buy some tires. Here's 400 I'll go buy some tires. You know, so yeah. I'm in a constant, you know, power struggle with some of them, you know, like in the past, like men that I've dated, it turns into a power struggle. And I had to tell the one motherfucker, I said, he said something like, you talk to me like I'm your son. I said, all you motherfuckers is my sons. All of you. <laughs> I said, until you could do more for me than what the fuck I could do for myself, you my fucking son. But listen, then I never heard from the motherfucker ever again, but that's not my problem. You know what I'm saying? You have to be strong enough to be a, you got to be able to bark back. If you're not going to bark back on me, this ain't going to fucking work. Because not only do I got a lot of mouth, I'm in a lot of platforms and forums. I need somebody to protect my ass in case some shit pop the fuck off. And then it's like, oh, that's what, that's how you feel about it. Because you know, you know, it's dudes out there, bitch made dudes that will argue with me in forums, on air, live, shit like that. They, they, you know, it's a couple of them cats out there. Remember I told you I had the issue with Sincere. Me and him went back and forth at one time. He was like, you know, I'm a direct descendant of a black panther. I said, you ain't got no fucking panther's blood in you. Get the fuck out of here. I said, every week you out here with a different fucking whore. Shut the fuck up. White, black, whatever, you don't care. I said, you're disgusting to the fucking human race. You don't know nothing about a fucking black panther. Shut up. You know what I'm saying? That's how I be talking to people and shit because cause I don't know who the fuck you think you talking to, but I know if, if my people were standing here, you wouldn't say that. I don't give a fuck if you from Chicago or not. I'll slap your fucking mother in the face for raising a fucking piece of shit like you. That's how I feel. You know? I had, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even be wanting to fight the dude. I'm going to slap your mother. I'm going to go hit your grandmother in the crosswalk at the fucking grocery store. That's how I think. I don't want to have a conversation yeah. with you. Because I want to argue with a motherfucker that's the same gender as me. Because right now, like I told that motherfucker, I said, I can see your ovaries. You need to pull your fucking skirt down. I can see your fucking ovaries from here. Get the fuck out of here. Arguing with females and shit. Now, I, you know that I, me and Sincere fixed this shit. What'd you say? New York, y'all talk, y'all talk manly shit. L.A. women, they used to call you a bitch. Now you ready to stop their ass in the mouth. Y'all talk manly shit like... Y'all oh yeah, we like real niggas, reckless. Man. Like y'all, y'all, y'all verbals is so abusive. It's just like, uh, <laughs> but I really think I really think any nigga that argue with a bitch is kind of weak though, because how she get you that? Well, he wasn't really arguing. He just trying to get his point across, trying to be funny, and you didn't check the fucking clapback facts. You know how they got a car fax? You didn't check my clapback facts. I done clapped back on many in the industry, 50 cents, X, all them motherfuckers. I told that motherfucker, I said, listen, my sister came out and said, bitch, you a fucking mattress. All motherfuckers do is roll you over, flip you over. Shut up. You know what I'm saying? That's not my problem. You know what I'm I told the motherfucker, That's I said, listen. Like, I'll be ready to what? fight. I'll be like, go get your bitch ass nigga. Where he at? He ain't even here. You know what I'm calling you, man, bitch. You know what's funny about New York women, though, especially in the 716, is that we'll fight with a dude. We don't care. We'll fight you. We'll do whatever. I hit you in the crossroads. We can be back with you the next day. L.A. chicks will fight you, too, but then you got something else to worry about. You better believe that. They ain't just going to fight you. Oh, yeah, they're coming back to shoot you. It's not a game. Are they going to have somebody shoot you? You better believe that. There it is. There it is. And that's why I said, like, it used to be like that in New York where you had to get permission, like, hey, we don't know who daughter that is. You might, oh, man, damn, you done slapped up so-and-so. They're like, now these kids don't care. Yeah, now these kids don't care. But see, out here. I think that's worldwide, though. Like, I don't know. Everybody's snitching, though. Yeah, that too. Like, as soon as you do some shit, your ass going to jail. But these kids don't give a fuck about nothing and nobody. Like, 
that, that it's not even, I don't even think it's the way they brought up in the home because they're being brought up by TV and music. So it's like a whole different, man, I can't even call it. Kids are disrespectful. Like, you'll be to have to slap well, your you friend's know, child or something. I have, um, you know, like I said, New York females, like, we, the mouth is reckless. Like, the mouth is completely reckless. We the type, like, we the type be like, you're going to sit there. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've said some, when I say terrible things, some motherfucker, I mean terrible. But what I say <laughs> is this, is that, like, I'm, I've made motherfuckers question their own sexuality or whether they should be on earth or not. Like, they, motherfuckers be like, I should kill myself. This motherfucker just pulled my whole car. I'm, I, should, I should walk off this bridge right now. How would she feel about that? Well, then die. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I don't care. Like, if you come from me like that, but me and Sincere definitely fixed it because he had made a post later on. And I said, see, this is the Sincere that I that I love and I respect and I cherish. I said, because, you know what I'm saying? Like, now you're speaking that real shit. When you start talking that whore shit to me about, you know, these parties and all this other shit popping, you too conscious for that. He's way, that motherfucker yeah. from Chi-Town, he's very conscious. So when I see him out here acting a fuck-ass fool over there on the West Coast with, you know, all this other stuff, I'd be like, come on, man, that's not really you. I mean, I get it, you Hollywood now, but that's not really you. Now, I'm going to tell you some shit, and I'm going to tell you who's motherfucking crazy. You want to know, know who's motherfucking crazy? Monique. Lil' Fizz, baby mama. What? Yeah. Yo, I was watching her. I said, this motherfucker is crazy as hell right here. So she remember she you know you gotta be careful of motherfuckers that when they argue with you they mad calm. That's a crazy motherfucker right there. That's a motherfucker that's plotting on what they. That's a motherfucker. She ain't even plotting. She already know what she gonna do because she's sick. She been waiting on this moment her whole life. She been plotting since she was playing with Barbies, cutting their hair off and shit. Like, no, you know. But see, New York females. We not all talk either. We like knives. Y'all like guns out there. We like knives because you know why them shits don't carry yeah. five-year sentences here automatic in the state of New York. And, you know, it's getting even harder and harder with the with the gun licenses and things like that. But, you know, my thing is this, is that I feel like there's somebody for everybody, and it's not always opposites attract. Sometimes like attracts like. You know, so if a yeah. motherfucker is, is being attracted into my circle, it's a reason that you hear. And my new thing now, you know, for about a, two years now is either you came to build or you came to break. If you came to build, I could work with you. But if you came to break, I'm, you're getting fucked up. Okay? You're getting fucked yeah. up. Like, if you came to break, it's not going to happen. and You're just going to get cut off. And I feel like when motherfuckers be wolves in sheep's clothing, I'd rather you just be the fucking wolf. Just come out like, look, sometimes I'm a fucking wolf. I eat shit. I fucking, you know, I be doing this. I be doing Just tell the truth because then I can protect you. See, a woman's first instinct should always be to nurture and to protect. That's not a real woman if that's not her first instinct. If her first instinct is fuck, fuck ninjas, get money, that's not a real woman. That's a fucking, you know what I mean? That's a whore. Yeah, that's a woman's first motherfucking instinct should always be, did you eat today? You okay? You sick? You Man, feeling good? You know what I'm saying? You want something to drink? You hungry? I'll be like, now nah, this is a real woman. If I go to your house and you just uh, you you just go to the bathroom or the first thing you do go to the bathroom, something wrong with your pussy. <laughs> what if you I come say? Over there and you like, I said when I go to a woman's house, if the first thing she asks me like is, do you want something to drink or something to eat? I'll be like, this a real lady, you know, house clean. But if she shoot to the bathroom first off the back, I'll be like, she got some feminine problems or something. I don't know. You're it's going to hell. Way, that's just the way I think, though. You know, what you run into the bathroom? See, I'm not the type that could just come in the crib and just off rip, be like, let's get it popping. I'm going to always go take a shower. Mm-mm. I, no, Mm-mm. I'm not saying like that. I'm not even coming to your house 
put that off the top. Anyway, if this is my first time at your house or something like that, oh, yeah. this is definitely not. No, I'm not fucking with you. If you're just trying to throw that little poom poom at me the first night, oh, no. That's a, that's a definitely I'm out of here. But, um, yeah, of course you need to shower first. But I'm saying if the first thing you do is run to the bathroom before anything, you just let me in. And all of that, I'm kind of, I'm skeptical of that. Like, what's wrong with you? You silly. See, up here, you know, you got a lot of stuff to worry about. You know, every, you know, everything that shine ain't a diamond. So, you know, well, I'll be trying to talk to these young these, cats. A bunch of these broads is men, man. I'm scared. Man. Mm-hmm. Well, not just men, a bunch of these broads like other broads. And it's just kind of like, yeah, you know, you guys go through that phase where that's cute to you, but is that somebody that you want to marry? And I had to ask a guy. Nah, he says, yeah, I will marry. I said, so you will be? No. I said, so you will be okay with her teaching your daughter how to eat pussy? You be okay with that? Change the whole conversation. That's like, real shit, though. Like, on some real shit. These little girls like, is watching you. I, so, you want her teaching your daughter how to eat pussy? Then I think you have several seats, sir. I don't like gay. I, you feel me? I'm going to be a hundred about it. I, I'm not fond of gay people, so I think gay is gay, whether man or woman, and I don't like that. Right, right. That's so what they, they choose. That yeah. Clear set. You feel me? Like, like this, this weak ass motherfucking young thug. I'm seeing the shit he doing, and, you know, I just had to get at him. I told him. <laughs> I told him you you ain't no blood you young Ma's little sister you feel me straight up like you stupid as hell you did not say young Ma's little sister now that's a nigga right there yo she spit some fire shit not her ooh shit yeah I seen that not her ooh shit but the new shit where she just went where she was like in an abandoned building she just went fucking wreck on everybody I was like yo I could actually listen to her she hard man but that like scares me because it's like. Who's gonna grow up to be like her? You feel me? Like they make that shit cool and cute now. Like they they familiarize and they popularize the being gay shit. You know, like damn, they ain't giving they ain't really giving kids a chance to choose in a lot of things because they promote this shit so much. Like oh, this is this is the norm. You feel me? When that shit is not the norm, it's it's not cool. Yeah, like you're not gonna walk outside and see five young moms, but here you might. Here you might. They're very sexual here. So whether that they choose to be bisexual, which I, I don't believe that that exists because I don't believe that you're bisexual. I think you just gay. You know what I'm saying? Like you either like men or you like women. That's just it. You know, I don't believe in, you know, oh, sometimes I be with girls. I mean, if that's your thing, yeah, if that's your thing, that's what you do. But, like, if somebody was to say to me, like, let's do a threesome, I'd be like, who, me, you, and a gun? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like this. If a man got to ask me that, that means you're not doing your fucking job. What, you need help? You need help satisfying me? That's why you need to bring somebody else in here, or can I bring another dude in here then? Nah, you don't want that, right? So don't ever ask me to bring no fucking female in the room. Like what'd you say? So a nigga feelings would be so hurt if he got smacked back with that. Like that's why I don't even play those type of games though. Like a bitch can't even get at me like that either. Like oh I have a girl. Well you know what's funny is that you know that there's a large percentage of those relationships that go on where the female leaves the male for the female. Yeah, because y'all not connecting on the emotional level. A female gonna always know what another female need. I just don't want to date you. 
how I'm gonna compete with another girl though? That's just that's there it is. That's a, that's a, and that's how I feel about the DL situation. I ain't got no jawline yeah. like that. How am I gonna compete with a man? <laughs> I ain't got no jaw skill like that. I can't listen. I ain't got no suction cups. I ain't got no vacuum cleaner holes. I don't know what you want me to do. I can't. I gotta bow out. It's true. They say that jaw be serious. You can't nah, compete with it yeah, as a female. Nah. You right. I'm not. Never mind. Outlook. Bye bye. I don't care. Shot. But what I'm saying, no, I've talked to my gay friends and I've talked to, you know, and they, they tell me it definitely is different or these are men. But my thing is this, is like, I don't need no help in the bedroom. I'm good. Why don't you worry about putting me to sleep before you go invite motherfuckers into the room with your fucking, you know what I'm saying? You do your job. I'll do my job and then we'd be good. I promise you don't need to call nobody else in here. I think that's some insecure good. Go shit. Go to sleep. If you, need some, if you need some extras, that's some insecure shit because you're looking for the next person to pick up the slack. <laughs> you know what I think it is? I think because men are visual, I think that all men want to see it. But it's like if you're not going to teach your daughter to eat pussy, don't introduce that lifestyle into your life. And I and, and for women, don't be stupid. Don't Don't let these motherfuckers trick you into saying like, Oh, well, guess what? Every motherfucker that I know that invited another motherfucker into the room, they're not together today. Here's what I know. What's if I could ever put my face on a woman and I got to see you in the street, I'm beating your ass every time I see you. Hmm? I want to know what nigga can honestly hang because after, like, two good ones, I'm done. So I'm finna, I'm finna knock down two pieces. With the, you, I'm, I just, you know, I'm going to keep it 100. I'm it's not even that. I think it's just visual for men. I think it's a power trip for men. I think it's a, a fantasy thing for men. But women are making it so fucking easy that it becomes the norm. And then you meet a chick like me that's not with the shits. And it's like, look, we could do all these things over here, but I'm not doing that. And now they're looking at me like I'm the prude and shit. No. It's the type of woman, too, though, because you're not going to get no uh, um, strong-minded, independent business women that's there with no shit like that. You need some young Oh, no, they got them. But they doing that shit on the ultra low low. They doing their whore shit on the ultra low low. Me, I'm not a whore on no level, on the secret level, on a private, on a public. I'm not a whore on no level. You know, so that doesn't mean that they're being a whore. I'm just saying I'm not going to, you know, if that's my man, like that. that's, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter if it's a fucking, it doesn't matter. No one's coming in the fucking room. You know who's coming in the room with us? Motherfucking Dove Soap. That's what. That's who can come in the room with us. It's this fucking bottle of Dove Soap. That's what we can get. That's what you can have. That's extra. Okay, that's what you can have. That's your treat and shit. You can have this fucking lotion, this French milled lotion. That's what you can have. Freshness, huh? Mm-hmm. You know what you can have? You can get some wax. That's what you can have. You know, it's not necessary. Well, what I was going to say to you is, like, you know, that's why I say, like, y'all Cali cats, y'all will take 13 girls and everybody run through the same 13 girls for five years. That's what it is, you know, Karuchi, India. Now, when India, with her situation with young, with Lil Yachty, she was with CLDT Tune, who is Kevin Durant's homeboy, they all fighting over her right now. I mean, her body is ridiculous. I mean, her body is just complete. I mean, she's tiny, but... I mean, she in the gym, though. It ain't like she just skinny out drinking and, you know, she smoke, whatever, whatever. She's a cute girl. But I could just already see where this is going. Boo-boo, that's five dudes in one year that's claiming that they hit you. 
It's yeah, time to go put that ass on ice real quick. And oh, uh, did you see what Soldier Boy said about her? This is what I mean when I say I don't fuck with them types of dudes. She tried that's to like play Soldier Boy to the left. So like, hey, that's like, but that's like, you feel me? Like, Gabe never said nothing bad like about her. Feelings, I feel like your feelings is involved. When, I'm never. I, that was me as a kid. You feel me? A girl shut me down or turned me down. Oh, bitch, fuck you. I was just getting at you to build your self-esteem, shit like that. That shit you do. When I don't think Game said that to her. No, what what Soldier Boy said to her no, was wrong. I would have had that motherfucker knocked out clean. Soldier hey, Boy said like, in a tweet. Yeah, he said a lot. He said a lot. He said, "Oh no, no, no!" Time. He did some bitch shit. He did a real no. When he was like, "Oh, we wasn't together," and posted all the pictures of them together, and then was like, "And I fucked you three times raw, nutted than you, nigga." Yeah, guess yeah. what? I would have went to that motherfucker's iPhone. house. And tore everything up. Nia going, everybody going, your mama going. I'm ripping tattoos off your face. I'm busting your teeth out with a fucking hammer. I'm setting your house on fire. You don't say that, and that's none of nobody's business, and it's disgusting. Like, who are your people that allowed you to even post that? I post some shit that's fucked up. My homegirl be on the phone in 30 seconds. Take that shit down. You know I what think, I'm saying? I you look crazy as fuck. Some mental breakdowns or some shit on well, you saw he was with British for five minutes. With them fake-ass Giuseppe's or whatever she bought them from her man that play overseas who hey, just bought her a store. Funny. Hey, that shit was Yo, funny, and I then posted like, it like, yeah. And now Nia, Nia is with somebody else, too. Anybody playing with yeah, you? Like, I, I just think he, he like off some spice or some shit, or he going through some type of mental breakdown because... Now he's beefing <laughs> with the boy Quavo or whatever, you feel me? He, oh, yeah, they said that's not what you want. Yeah, they the said that he's not what you want. He, he hollering, fuck Quavo and all of this shit. But he, he hanging around with some real L.A. cats, though, you feel me? So once you get once, once you get the feel of this L.A. gangsterism, you be feeling like you Tony Montana until a motherfucker run up on you. But, I, I, man, I'm And they not like, there, yeah. Know, run man. up on you at a concert yeah. and they not there, yeah. I, and I just think, yeah. you know, a lot of them chicks, a lot of them chicks get a bad rap because... Niggas want to lie on their dick, too. You feel me? I don't believe everything. Oh, no, nah, he didn't lie. Did. I mean, he was messing with her. He did definitely so embarrass said, like, the fuck out of her. Yeah, yeah, he killed No, she did hit five people. It's five people this year. No, I follow. I don't follow her, but I, you know, keep track of her or whatever because I think she's a beautiful girl. She just did the new uh, buds, the earbuds with Apple Music, shit like that. I mean, she's yeah. doing her thing. But you already had pictures of you in a game. You deleted them. Then you had pictures of you and Kevin Durant's boy, right? Y'all was, oh, I, I was mean, photos. I was game thing. I was around for that. I was around for that. Right, right, right. She was 19. <laughs> that was two years ago. So we won't even yeah. count game because he, he wasn't even involved in it. So first she started yeah. the year out with CLD Tune, you know, little rapper. And it's always a rapper, too. She got to get out of that. It was a rapper, but he's Kevin Durant's, like, good, good friend. They had whole uh-huh. photo shoot pictures. Boom, they deleted. Next thing you know, she fucking with Lil Yachty, right? I mean, strong. This is like two weeks later. Strong. You oh, just so did a photo you, shoot with you, this motherfucker. Yeah, now you in Mexico oh, with this dude. Photo shoot with Yachty too? No. She yeah, she she was on a boat with this motherfucker in like Mexico or some shit. That's why Soldier yeah. Boy got mad because she was like, yo, dudes is out here lying on their dick, whatever, whatever. Yeah, he yeah, tweeted yeah. her, but she should have never said nothing. You provoked yeah. that a little bit. The motherfucker was like, oh, I'm lying on my dick. So he posted all the pictures to show <laughs> that the two dudes that you was just with ain't even special. She take pictures like this all the time, right? So yeah, now yeah, it yeah. come out, boom, Soldier Boy is the third one that you're dealing with this year. So yeah. what, each one get a four-month package? That's too I, much. I Three dudes you in a serious relationship in one year? 
And the thing of it is, is that she put her business out there like that. So she looked like she in love with each and every one of them. It's not like, see me, shoes, hands, feet. Who knows, you know? Nah, let me tell you something. Ain't nobody getting no internet time with me. Nope. Guess what? If you look on my page, I'll post a hand, (laughs) a shoe, Uh, a back, maybe an arm. But you ain't get. I'll post a picture of a hand, a shoe, a back or arm. You ain't getting no face shot. You're funny. I just seen you do all of that shit recently. Yo, you see the phantom picture where he's, like, standing behind me, but you can't see the motherfucking face? (laughs) And it's not that I'm embarrassed. It's not that at all. It's just, like... I don't need you vultures coming. <laughs> Shut up. Yo, that's the, but listen, if you, no, no, but I'm consistent. If you go back a year, you're going to see that same ring. I think you went shopping or some shit. You bought a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. a slick ass line. I'm like, she's nuts. I could never talk to you. because he ain't never been nowhere and shit. You know what I'm saying? I could never, I could never talk to her. Because, oh, it'll be an issue. Like, I can't believe you just talked. <laughs> no, nah, but you can't see his face. But, I mean, he, cool. he don't want to be known. But the thing is, is that everybody in the town, everybody in the area knows that I deal with him. If yeah, they pay yeah, attention, yeah. they know. You know whose ring that is. You know. So the thing is, is that I don't need, I don't feel the need to be an India love. I'm double her age. So you learn, yeah, you know, yeah, ain't yeah, nobody going to come out the woodwork on me. Talking about you I was think, with, I nah, think, if. I think some dudes and females that you know they try to um, they try to gain advantage by the people they deal with and fuck with, especially in the industry. You feel me? If you just nothing but a look, I, and I think that's what she was doing. But I'm like, baby nasty. girl, you doing it on your own right now. You don't really need. First of all, they all ugly. Every single motherfucking one of them. They ugly. You gorgeous. You know Why? Where your mama at? Who told you you had to do this? You don't got to live like this, boo. Oh, yeah. I mean, she definitely getting looked out for. Every time you see the motherfucker, she in a tropical locale. I understand it. But guess what? You making money now. Fly your fucking self out to Aruba. Fly yourself out to Cabo. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? You too young. You need to be. Listen, my whole thing is this. She got low self-esteem. I don't got no excuses for her. Listen, she ain't got no motherfucking low self-esteem if she changing her fucking hair color every three goddamn days. She ain't got no low self-esteem if she posting them big-ass titties every other motherfucking day. That that motherfucker knows she gorgeous. Girl, shut your ass up. The bottom line is this. The bottom line is this. Chicks like that, and I would hate to see her get ran through because I think she's a beautiful girl. I think she got a beautiful soul. I think, I just think that she keep getting in the hands of motherfuckers that, just wanna oh, look like I told like I told my people I said look we more than Instagram pictures and meaningless pictures it's, it's bigger than that I don't need to put you on internet and advertise because you used to be a whore right I don't need no motherfucking young motherfucker coming to me talking about yeah I used to you know I used to do this to him now but I don't want to hear it I'll slap the fuck fuck out of you don't tell me nothing about nobody that I'm dealing with currently so that's why I don't really put him out there like that because anything that's sacred to me I try to keep to myself just like my son you don't really see pictures of my son's face right because yeah. you know that's a that's an agreement between you know me him and his father that we don't really put him out there like that you know what I'm saying my last yeah. name I tell motherfuckers all the time my last name ain't even Scott that's my maiden yeah, name you yeah. know so the bottom line is is that you know with India Love I mean I pray that she get with somebody like they said that um, she had, had 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 dealings with Drake, too. I said, now, Drake will be the motherfucker for her because, you know, he's sensitive and shit. He not going to have her out Maybe there like that. She's not going to be, gonna be out there in one pair of Yeezys. Some, some, some people want to be that person, you know. Some, 
Some cats want to be the uh, Anna No, Nicole he is. He's definitely that guy. But guess what? But guess what? Drake got that guap like that though that he could just he could just change a, a motherfucker's whole life. You know what I'm saying? So for her, it's like okay, I, 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 feel, I, I be hurt Drake when I see her in the same pair of Yeezys. Hmm? Drake got girl tendencies as damn so. But you know what, nah, but let me tell you something about that motherfucker. Nah, 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 let me tell you something about that motherfucker. You ain't been up here yet. That motherfucker be rolling with motherfuckers from Scarborough and Saga. That'll fucking flip your whole fucking wig back. He he rolling with Canadian shugs and shit. But I'm saying, who? Hmm? that's the thing, though. How many of these rap cats that come from a privileged lifestyle don't do that shit? And that's what makes them feel like something. That's why I like that. Nah, but these is, nah, 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 but these is cats that he grew up with. These are, he don't have one thing about him because I've been around him. He don't have motherfuckers around him that shouldn't be motherfucking around him. His bodyguard is married to one of the girls that I grew up with. So you know what I'm saying? Like one thing about him, like motherfuckers talk that shit. Drake will slap the shit out of somebody. He don't give a fuck. Yeah, he might have grew up a little bit privileged, but he not with the disrespectful shit. Because remember, his father's American. His father from Memphis. His father's on that pimp shit. Dennis, Dennis G. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, my hope is that. You know, I think that in 2017, tell me what your wish is for 2017. I know one of them is that I come out there and, and then we get to go to Sloss and Swap Meet. That's one of my wishes. <laughs> no, you want to go to the Sloss and Swap Meet. I'm been I do, so I can take pictures like Yvette, Jody. That's all I want to do. I want to go to them apartment buildings and be like, fuck you, I hate you. What apartment building is that they that they, <laughs> that they was that when he was like he was like I'll beat your ass she was like you ain't gonna do shit Jody I want to go to that apartment building uh, I want to go back oh my to my God. motherfucking Roscoe's I'll chicken and waffles I'm gonna go to In and Out In and Out that shit is booth I know burger places that will blow your mind five guys right and that's what I'm waiting on is the good food and shit like so that. and we gotta go to the Chinese, Chinese spot you was telling me about that be cooking them chicken wings. What they got the halal chicken at the at the Louisiana chicken real <laughs> shit. They got the halal chicken. The the Chinese people is Muslims in the hood. You understand me? And they got the ten piece for like <laughs> only five in Cali, bucks. dead ass. What? I know that's yeah, right. They doing they going where the money is. We got some shit going on. You feel me? We got bomb burger joints. We got we got all the shit. Then we got some bullshit now, going on. Now, going you know, forward in 2017, what's going to be your biggest goal, your biggest accomplishment in 2017? Just to be a better me than I was in 2016. You feel me? Like, it's been a you working on some new projects year. in 2017? Oh, definitely. You know, I'm from um, some new movies coming up. I'm going to be in some of this shit this time. I ain't just going to be in the backdrops. You feel me? I'm working on some new music. I was I was supposed to be a part of that little All Eyes on Me soundtrack, but I got caught up with some legal troubles. You know, I was gone for a minute. I had to wiggle from up under that. Because you bleed you know, red, ain't you? Oh, you know it. You know it. I'm, you bleed red. I'm, that's, I'm what, that's, what, that's why you're in some little legal. See, I don't want to say that, but people that know that, that speak that language, they know that him and I are talking about he bleed red. So, you know. Yeah, I'm, def- I'm, I'm definitely on the flame side of town. But um, yeah, I, I just I just want to better myself, you know, be better in my craft, get a little more work in. You feel me? Get my get my thousands up some more, and uh, just just you know, be happy. You feel me? Cause shit, you know, 
you never know when your last day on earth is. You feel me? Exactly, so and that's what I be trying to tell these New York cats. Cali cats live every day like it's their last. If they love a motherfucker, they gonna tell them. If they if they want to beat a motherfucker down, they gonna tell them. If they want to do something for you, they gonna do it. Whereas New York cats be. Right, we ain't gonna have a conversation about it. Now New York cats will beat the fuck out of you too. They don't give a fuck. Beat you within an inch of your life. Take your life. Whatever. But. Even when they do that, there's just a different mentality here that we have so much more time, you know, that, than we really have. And that's that's one of the things I want to make sure that in 2017 I'm living each day to my fullest. Like, I think that I have my circle of trust, my COT, my COT, that I feel like, you know, no matter what, these are the people that are going to be around me for life. No matter if we, you know, friends, lovers, not, it doesn't matter. These are the, This is my crew, you know, this is my circle. And so... I'm just thankful that, you know, I'm able to see another day, be a better mom, be a better business person. And Zero Fucks is really, I mean, I'm going to have to send you a serious care package out there, and I definitely want to see you rocking it, making sure that you're my, because you're my West Coast Connect. You know, I got my Canadian Connect, my Toronto Connect, my West Coast Connect. Um, I got my, my Southern Connect, definitely. But, and you know, and then obviously New York. So I have everything ready. I got my new website. It's been out. I just don't have no merchandise on it. You can go on zerofucksnation.com. Uh, That's been in existence forever. So when motherfuckers be thinking I'm out here slouching. I'm not really slouching, but I definitely, I'm going to end the show. We had a two-hour show. This is my first two-hour show in like six months, but you know how we do when we get together. All we do is talk that shit, that good shit. So like I said before, I definitely want to start having you come on the show. Every month, you know, once a month, just to speak your truth, we're going to eliminate the Manic Monday show and keep doing Tell the Truth Tuesday, STL Speaks His Truth. So tonight I'm going to leave the show. I know you was like a manic Monday, but Tell the Truth Tuesday better suits you. So we we just get to talk that shit, no holds barred. So I'm going to leave you with a track, and I know you're going to like it. You might have heard it. It's on an album called Urban Flora. It's Alina Baraz. It's, it's called Can I? But it gives you that whole Cali vibe, just riding down PCH. I mean, that's what I'm really looking forward to in 2017. If I told you I could give you life Would you leave the boundaries of your mind? I bet you never even knew That there's a universe inside of you Can I take you back to Would you lose? 
Inside of you, can I? 